Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And that's right, friends. Cranking this bad boy up for old Wasted Wednesday or Throwdown Thursday, as we like to do, man. We got some stuff to get to, so let's go ahead and get this party started, man. Woo, that's right. I'm going to throw a curveball this week. We're going to lead out with old Giggity Giles. <laughs> dude, dude. Come on, man. Falcons handling your 49ers. What is up with that, Brodicus? Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, and I know we'll get really into it. <laughs> but it's, it's, I think it's just a combination of things uh, injuries, uh, inability to run the football, players dropping ease passes that are hit him right in the hand, stuff, just a lot of things that we just shot ourselves in the foot. You know, Jeff Wilson fumbling the ball and then just walking in the end zone, dude, it, stuff like that. Dude, when, when, uh, when Wilson fumbled that ball early, and that, uh, I forget the Falcons defender, but. You know, when you fumble the ball going into the end zone, right, but your team recovers it in the end zone, like, you know it's you know it's your day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty much. Like, that, that is a super friendly bounce. So, good in the Falcons. That's a team, you know, we're at the point of the season where it's kind of interesting to think about the teams that we have underrated, the teams that we have overrated, how many mediocre teams there are. You know what I mean? And because, like, the first couple weeks, you're like, well, it's early. But at this point, we're past it's early and you're like, yo, we got problems, man. Some of these teams got legit problems. The 49ers are a little bit of an anomaly. I know they're, they're pretty beat up. So they're a tough one that, you know, that's not indicative of what they are. That To me, that's a credit for the Falcons. It's not necessarily a big, vicious indictment of the 49ers. It's just where they're at right now. But so long as they get healthy, they'll play better than that. Like, we know that. But... Mm -hmm. It's still, that's a tough loss, bro. Although I will say, I do like the Falcons rocking the red helmets. I kind of I kind of like that, man. It, that's a nice nice throwback vibe. I'm a fan. I mean, the throwback uniforms are nice. Can't lie there. Yeah, can't lie there. All right. Now, you know, we usually like to bring him into some California love. But I think in honor of Matt Ryan slinging the rock at the end of that Jags game, man. Woo! Alec Pierce, baby. Pick him up. As SVP, as they like to say, pick him up. <laughs> Dude, my man, completely, what, 42 of 58, both records for the Colts, and get the most importantly, got the dub, you man. Got the dub. Got the dub, bro. Got the dub, man. You got to feel I, better. Yes. You know, our, we have the uh, countdown uh, win loss total, 3 2 and 1, you know? Yeah, I know, which is, which is so bizarre. <laughs> What a, what a random ass thing, man. Oh, did they raise a banner for it? Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Okay. I think uh, uh, Jim Marsey's too busy uh, throwing Dan uh, Snyder under the bus. Throw, throwing that man under the bus, which I think we can all agree needs to be done. It does need to be done. Ursay's uh, probably drunk on that bus driving over Dan Snyder. You know, and, and he just stopped it, put it in reverse, and drove back over. <laughs> yeah, totally fine by me, man. Totally fine <laughs> by me. Matt Ryan, 42 of 58 for 389, three touchdowns, no sacks, no turnovers. Mm. So Both those yeah. two numbers, the no sacks and the no turnovers, to me, is good news. Yeah. That is really good news Yeah, it, going forward, yeah. Well, well, we'll see if they can – you know, you got to be consistent – Correct. Which and is, go ahead. I was gonna say, and if and when we get JT and Himes back, that that's gonna be real even better. Yeah, yeah. One would hope. 
one would hope. But that that's a good win for the Colts. Um, they've obviously had issues with the Jaguars. But the Jaguars are one of those teams, man. They're just inconsistent. Like, you can see where they've got some upside, and they're certainly better than they were post You know what I mean? <laughs> Although, to be fair, you're comparing anything to the dumpster fire that was Urban Meyer, or what do we call him last year? Bourbon Meyer? Bourbon Meyer, yeah. yes. Yep. Old Bourbon Meyer. So, it's, I mean, you had really nowhere to go but up, right? But they're they're weird, man. Like there's moments where you're like, yeah, the Jags are they're pretty good, dude. And then they have games where you're like, the F is still the Jaguars, bro. What are you gonna do, man? I but, mean, the uh, offense was fine in this game. It's just the defense couldn't stop a cold. So mm. or Matt Ryan throwing 58 times. I mean, that's a lot, man. That's, that's lot. yeah, but that's what they had to do. Yeah, sometimes that's what you got to do, bro. But I, I like the moxie. And what, what would that have been? A 52 yard field goal? Is that where they were? Yeah. It, yeah, not, I, yeah. I think their track record was like, no, nah, man, go for it. <laughs> go ahead and go for that thing, dude. I'm with them, dude. <laughs> like, get, give the kid a chance. And uh, of course, Matt Ryan over the years, I yeah. mean, he's one of the few guys in like the last minute of a game that can get you in the field goal range. Yeah. But for him to toss that, to Pierce and Pierce go up and get it. That's it, it's just beautiful to see. Yeah, no, that was good, man. You need a little little something fun, right? Right, yeah, absolutely. That's good. That's good. That's good. Anyway, I don't know wh- what game we want to start with, unless you can, guys. Huh? Can I just start with the best moment of the week? What was your favorite moment of the week, bro? My favorite moment of the week was special teamer Brendan Schuler, <laughs> who in the middle of a game. After they recover a fumble, goes and gives Belichick the ball. <laughs> that was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. Like Belichick's like, get this thing away from me, man. What do you, what do you, want, what do you want me to do with this, bro? <laughs> that guy was so excited. Was he was. So excited, man. I did it for you, coach. <laughs> Belichick just, just classic Belichick. Like he, he went Sam Jackson. <laughs> You know where I'm going with this. <laughs> oh, Sam, where are you? Sam, where are you out? Where are you at, man? Oh. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. That's right. <laughs> Pretty much. That was Belichick. But they laughed about it. They did. And um I mean that's dude. New England, like Zappy? Yeah, bro. Come on, that, that's they had some nice throws. Guy. No, look, maybe the Browns weren't. I think it was Miles Garrett that was saying that they had game plan more for the run, but yo, they got embarrassed by uh, mm. some of Zappy's throws. I mean, good on Zappy, man. And I know people are sitting there talking about you know some quarterback controversy with Mac Jones and this and that. I don't know if it's at that point, but what you what you hope is that if you're in a situation like that, like Dallas was with Dak, that your backup comes in and can be solid, be competent, and you find ways to win. And Zappy, he's got a fun name. It's certainly been a hoot listening to people. You know, just have fun with all of it uh, this past week in particular. But good on that guy, man. That That's a lot to come in into that kind of a situation and play well. And he, he's he's done well. He's made some nice throws, dude. He's made some nice throws, had some good moments. Obviously, anytime, you know, some of that, you also give credit to the Patriots coaching staff and, and that team. They certainly have looked better, you know, over as, as the season has kind of unfolded. But that's typically... That's a very bill, you know what I mean. That's a very Belichick Patriots thing to do. They kind of figure themselves out, you know, and they'll have a couple of fugly and whatever games early on, and then they kind of get their groove and they go. 
So I don't know what their upside is this season. Uh, but Thornton popping off had a couple of nice moments. I, I mean, it was nice. I mean, thirty-eight to fifteen, they ended up with a bit of an ass whooping on them. Yeah, that was a what that was. They whooped that ass pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, Zappy threw for three hundred nine yards, two touchdowns. You know, I, I think what one of the things is probably more significant. It was Belichick's three hundred twenty-fourth career win, tied him up with Hallis for second on the NFL's career list. So. And they get the Bears next week. Like, how crazy is that, right? <laughs> Playing Chicago next week for the chance to pass Hallis. Uh, yeah, that's going to happen. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I think the nice thing, though, for the for Zappy is the fact what it does is just gives the Patriots a solid backup once Jones is healthy. I, that's really – I think that's where they're at. You can't really just sit there and be like, we're just going to go ahead and just bench our first-round draft pick from a year ago. Who actually played decently? They said that twenty years ago, but he never got back in. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. He already has a song. He's zappy. I mean, we got zappy. I mean, the other week. That, to be fair, the other week it was fappy. And, you know, <laughs> so, to be fair. <laughs> But I, I tell you what, man, it, if Zappy's in there and they're winning, there's plenty of, you know, football fans, well, Patriots fans that might be plenty fappy about the whole thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I'm a realist here. I'm a realist. But, you know, it, it's kind of a, a feel-good story. Yeah, they got a track record of that. I mean, I've, I've heard the odds and ends with, with Mac Jones. Maybe, you know, maybe his ego got a little inflated and a lot of the blah. I think at the end of the day – with with that organization, with that with with Belichick, if you're producing, you're playing. You yes. know what I mean. And so mm-hmm. it's it's a good problem to have if we feel like Mac, you know, Jones is good. I don't know that Jones is great, but I do believe Jones is good. So that's a good floor to have. And if Zappy comes in and has his moments, you know, depending on how long they keep Jones out, or Zappy plays well. You know, you kind of see how he does as teams have more film on him and what they're trying to do, what he does well. Try to, you know what I mean? All those little coaching cliches and football cliches. How does he handle it? So, again, Cooper Rush did a, a, an admirable job. Clearly, they, they have a good, a very good defense in Dallas. And, you know, they lean on the, on the run game. But he did it. That's what you want your backup to do. Come in and four be and one, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's tremendous. That's way better than any of us thought that was going to go when Dak went down. Well, after oh, that yeah. first game of putting yes. up shit, I know. I mean, and look, and looking how that? like both teams have gone since then. Dallas has looked much better than Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay's a mess. That's one of those. I don't know who the most disappointing team is. I would make a. I would say there's a reasonable argument. The two that most people will probably go to would be Denver and Green Bay. I would think would be your your most disappointing start to the season. Struggle busting. I mean, Tampa Bay's a, a mess too. But I, you know, losing Gronk, some of the offensive line injuries, some of the other stuff they have going on. Kellerman's eventual Tom Brady Cliff. Maybe it's finally here. What ten years later? Yeah, ten years later. Twenty years later. Ten. I don't know how long. Uh, that was a heck of a hike, a decade hike to get to the cliff. You know. Well, and we, we, we've said it before. Like, if he had walked away two years ago after winning the Super Bowl, that was fine. If he walked away after the playoff, which he should have, we I think we all agree at this point. I think Lindy agrees, if I read that um, correctly. Like, 
even after last year's playoff loss, if he walked away, he was fine. Like there was no need to come back. No, it's just one of those things. He he's just clearly going to be one of those guys that almost has to get dragged off the field, you know, or they 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 they're going to want to exhaust. You know what I mean? He's going to want to exhaust his career and be at a point where he's like. I left it all in the field. I gave it everything I could. I played till I couldn't anymore. Blah blah, you know all that stuff. And I mean, he clearly is a guy that loves football. He uh, loves the process. Yeah, he, he, loves... he does love the process. It's Tom Brady, dude. He, you know, what I mean, really, he can do what he wants, including apparently skipping a walkthrough because he went to a you know Robert Kraft's wedding on Friday night. But take the take the private jet back down next time, bro. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. He didn't take a private jet back down. He didn't make it back down for the walkthrough. Made it to the wedding, didn't make it to the walkthrough the next day, and then his torch in his offensive line. Now, granted, he got he got lit up on that hit that he fumbled on before he was you know giving them the business on the sideline. Yeah, I found that offensive line. I'm like, get your ass back here for the walkthrough, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just it's a different feel this year with him. Um, whether that's that last dose of, you know, it really feels like it's the final year. I mean, he's got a lot of stuff going on, so maybe it's not entirely fair. But I think historically people have really felt that, like Brady just put, it was football first, football first, football first. It and, was, and his family took the back seat, and they Well, did. I mean, he prioritized certain things with the family, but it was still, it was very, you know, football was this very huge piece, and he was super committed to all these things team-wise and practice-wise and being there. And whether it's fair or not, and it probably isn't, people are going to think back to that chunk of time he was in training camp. They're going to look at the issues with his, his wife. That's got to be super stressful with his kids. So that's that's out there. He's dealing with all that stuff. But the, the craft wedding is kind of odd. That's right? very odd. Not, not that I get why he would go. Right, but you would, I, I guess, realistically, you look at that and you go, well, Tom, you go to it, go ahead and have your avocado ice cream on the flight back down, bro, go to walkthrough. What are you doing? Yeah, you know. Okay. So it just it's just kind of a different vibe and a different feel this year. Maybe it's not fair, but it's definitely reflected in how people feel based on how the team is performing. You know, you, you, there's blowback for Rodgers, there's blowback for Brady, and statistically, they're having gross year for them. They're not having good years. You know, whether it's passing touchdowns, QBR, you know, just the record of the teams, by all sorts of metrics, they're on the struggle bus. People say they don't they don't look like they're having fun. Well, no, they're probably not having a lot of fun. They're not winning, and they're not they're not doing all that well. There's different reasons, different sets of scenarios with those two guys, but it just feels like the you know, our expectations of them and what those teams should be are just not living up to what the reality is. And that's that's a hard adjustment. So they don't look like they're having as much fun. For sure. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. The, the Brady stuff is just, that's just a weird vibe this year, man. So, yeah, again, maybe it is a lot of the junk that he's going through. You know, but still. I, I mean, he does feel like he's playing kind of distracted but that he's not all there but i mean unfortunately that's kind of on him you know it's he i get it issues at home and not i mean they're not they're not doing a training camp and all that crap that's that excuse is out the window now because oh yeah deep enough we're deep up in the season 
it's it's not it's just unexcusable. And yeah, we're past um, the quarter pole, man. It's yeah. I don't think at this point I don't look at the training camp as an excuse for what's going on. I just it, it it's more an overall embodiment of where he's at in his career, where this team is at at this point of the season, and you go, all right, you know, it just doesn't feel like those things would have happened at other points in his career. So it, it just feels weird. I don't think it's, I don't, I'm not looking at it as an excuse. I'm looking at it more contextually, just going, it feels different for him this year. It does. You know, yeah, a lot. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. It, that really feels like we're looking at, you know, we'll see what actually happens. You never know. But if they're good enough, they could certainly turn it around. But, you know, the margins are tight in the NFL. I mean, that's not news to anybody that watches football, right? A couple, oh, yeah. a couple of players, a couple of plays, a couple of moments separate out the good from the great and the mediocre from the good. And then you get to the, the suck bust, you know, dance, not or dumpster fires. That's a whole different ball of wax. But, you know, hyper competitive league. I mean, 17 games. It, it's a small window, man. It's a small window. So it just, I don't know. It just, it feels different this year with him and with them. Maybe they can figure it out, put it together, but it just, I don't know, man, not feeling it. And he definitely misses Gronk. Oh, my God, does he miss Gronk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of feels like at times, you know, receivers aren't getting, you know, they're not healthy. It seems like his favorite targets just keep on getting hurt somehow, and then the guys they bring in aren't performing. And Well, Julio's injuries are not new, so there's not a huge yeah. surprise there. But So – here, here's the thing that surprises me. Other yeah. than the Chiefs game where they went off for 31 points, they've mm-hmm. scored 21 or fewer in the other five games. Mm-hmm. And, the Buc- I mean, and the Bucks, that's the third time this season they've scored less than 20. Yeah. So, and first time since 2012 that a Brady-led team doesn't have a winning record after six games. I mean, It's okay. They play the Panthers this week, so they'll be okay. Should be. Should be. You would hope. Well, you know. I think most people figured they would handle the Steelers. I mean, good old Kenny Pickett getting, you know, his first start at home and getting his first home win. You the, just they, don't they, walk in granted, to a got, game again. Granted, he got knocked out of the game. I mean, I hear that. And Mitch Trubisky came in and looked decent as the moments, bro. Look, you just don't walk in to Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky and just think you're going to win. Right. <laughs> does that count as a win i'm like pick is a starting quarterback i know he gets knocked out i mean does Pickett get the w or does trubisky get the dub like, uh did you... he pitch five innings <laughs> how do you how do you look at that man <laughs> did he pitch five innings uh, i mean he got knocked out in the third quarter so he made it past halftime right all right well so that's over five innings so he gets the win. all right he gets the, he gets the dub so and Claypool looking good too, man. That sideline yeah, catch, that was that, that sideline catch late in that game was baller, dude. And that's that's another thing with this one, man. Like uh, we think you know, we were talking about that Falcons 49ers, that fumble that really bounced the Falcons away two times in one in one play. You know the Steelers that, that was a that was a bad snap to Jabisky, and he managed to get back on top of that ball, bro. Because that could have turned that that could have yeah, turned that quick. that game right there, yeah. So. I don't know, man. Sometimes the, the football guys give you funky bounces, man. That's just that's just the nature of the beast. Shannon, you forgot to say 
You forgot to say it. You said <laughs> balls. There you go. Shannon. <laughs> sorry. That's okay, man. It didn't bounce my way. No. Well, that's all right. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, and by the way, kudos to Kyle Pitts for getting uh, his first touchdown of the year, right? <laughs> no kidding, bro. In one of my leagues, I was like, yeah, I got Kyle Pitts and yeah. No. I can't. I can't believe he, he was. A, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was a free agent in the keeper league. I'm like, I can't believe Kyle Pitts. Somebody picked up Kyle Pitts. I'm like, it's the keeper league, y'all. You sit on that dude. What are you doing? That was bizarre to me. But whatever. I don't know, man. Like you're the fourth overall pick, and through your second season, it's been literally the pits. Yeah. Uh, side note, Randy, this one's for you. Of all the like random stat anomalies, I would have you know not expected. When you're talking about the 49ers, we know they love to run the ball. The Falcons controlled the clock in that game, and they outrushed the Niners 168 to 50. What? Yeah, it was. It was one of those games where we just couldn't get the run going, and obviously, you know, having those issues with Wilson. It didn't help. It, does, it, it didn't help. It didn't any. help. Um, obviously, we clearly miss Elijah Mitchell, and uh, hopefully, once he's back, the run game will look a little bit better. Um, but with that game, hey, maybe they can we, trade for Cam, uh, Cam Akers. I, I hear he's available. <laughs> that would be uh, quite interesting. I don't. Th- I don't think the Rams would want to trade in division. So, but <laughs> probably not. I mean, they probably need draft picks, so they probably don't care at this point. <laughs> I just sent them to Arizona where everything goes to die. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) But no, with with that Niners game, we really, I think what we really saw for this game is we've seen just how much that defense missed Nick Bosa. Yeah. That dude makes that entire defense better. They play harder. Mm -hmm. And it's not that these guys didn't play hard. I know Kittle made a comment about that they just weren't into it. And I I was messaging Shannon. I was like, I knew this was a trap game. I knew that if we weren't sharp, there's a chance we're going to lose it. And there was. But being down a bunch of starters on defense, that definitely didn't help. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the fact that we kept on shooting ourselves in the foot, couldn't get generated pass rush. Uh, the fact that there is some really nice plays, like a, a almost a forty yard, a thirty nine to forty yard pass to Ayuk that got called back due to the holding. Guys were wide open that had a ball in their hand, they drop it, stuff like that. It's just uh, those those types of negative plays add up, and it's very hard to overcome. You know, kudos to Atlanta for coming, smashing us in the mouth, and you know, taking it to us because that's exactly what they did, and. If they can, I mean, Mariota actually looked halfway decent, but for a change, like he was having a resurgence of sorts. But, Marcus Mariotto. How wide open were they, Randy? Were they like, <laughs> oh no! Did Matt put you up to this one? No. <laughs> oh, no. Were they Creed level wide open? I just wanted to. Know. Wow. Uh, I was driving back from the wedding, so. I got the idol listen to the game on Sirius XM, so I couldn't tell you how open they really were. <laughs> Which it was oh a great wedding. Yeah, no, that was fun, man. That was that was a good we had a good time at uh at the wedding. That was enjoyable. Oh that barbecue that, that, that barbecue. That barbecue oh. was good, bro. Woo, easy in, easy out though. Let me let me tell you. 
I still but, thought it was funny. You're just like, don't take this plate. I'm still nibbling. We walk away. We take the plate anyway. Yeah. I was like, ah. Don't take well, this no. Plate. So, so here's the deal. Here's the deal, man. Like, I made my plate. So it was really two plates in one, right? Okay. Because okay. I, I had the beef brisket. I had the pulled. And the pulled. I mean, the, yep. beef, the beef brisket was good. But the pulled pork, mm-hmm. ooh, that was that was some of the best pulled pork I like. I can remember having in a long time, mm. and I used this little spicy sauce. But uh, the cornbread was good, so like I had cornbread, the I mac had, and cheese the, was good. I had the mac and cheese. I had the 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 you know the, the barbecue. twice baked mashed potatoes. So you're saying the T's and B's were good, huh? Yeah, yeah, T's and B's are great. <laughs> uh, I, <did laughs> I skipped the potatoes because potatoes make me tired. And that plate was heavy enough, but I got enough on that plate where it was like I had, I had dinner, right? And uh, I was enjoying Maker's Marks and beers and all kinds of stuff. So I knew I was going to need some food a little bit later. So I saved. I kind of did it where I didn't have to go back, right? I stacked my plate really well. I layered it up, so I basically had main dinner and nibbles. You know what I mean? And some leftovers. Except they took the plate, and then I had nothing. But that's okay. I had eaten enough barbecue. And some and the pie. pies were really good. Too. Pies are good too. Yeah, no cake, all pies. But they were good. They were good. That was a fun wedding, man. That was a fun wedding. Weather was great. I missed. I missed Chris balling at the beginning of the ceremony. We uh, missed that part, but that's okay. Yeah, literally, he was already crying as he was walking down the aisle. To take his take his position. Yeah, well, that's okay. It happens. It. We we know that happens. That's right. That's right, man. Good for him, though. Like you know. Hey, I'm I'm so happy for that dude. He he's really just done a 180 with himself, yeah. and yeah. I'm, just, oh, I'm proud. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. Good, I really am. But interesting segue. So while we were at the reception and just kind of chilling, we kind of noticed there was a baseball game going a little bit long. Oh, oh, was that that 18 inning monstrosity? 18 innings. <laughs> I mean. Seattle fought tooth and nail to not get eliminated, oh be the only three and out, basically. And yeah, that we're just sitting there going, seriously, this is still going on. I know. The Yankees game almost ended before. Right. That was pretty crazy, man. We were like, oh my God. So, and, and then the Guardians came back and ended up winning that game. Yeah. I, I missed, I totally missed the end of that one. Of course, the Yankees closed them out anyway, but missed the end of the Yankees Guardians game because we just, we watched so much of the, uh, the, the Mariners jobby, and then we had to, I mean, the you know, the ceremony, all this stuff was over, we had to peel out, because, I mean, we had an hour to drive to get back to Charlottesville, so we had to go. It was late. Who drove? I did. Damn. I did. I'm a professional, dude. I'm yeah, a, you're, you're a good husband. I'm, you're I'm a, a professional something, all right. I'm a, prof- <laughs> I'm a professional partier and, uh, and, you know, driver, man. I'll drive the bus, bro. I was You're looking for husband. I was looking for Dan Snyder the whole way home, though. I was hoping there'd be a, <laughs> a I was hoping there'd be a Dan Snyder speed bump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Understood. I was hoping. I was hoping. By the way, did he did he bounce any checks to you? It, no. <laughs> <laughs> he bounced the whole damn team. What the fuck? Oh no. That that asshole's probably yeah. Yeah, trash bags. Oh, Lord. Dance. You know what? That explains a lot, though. I know, uh, uh, Shannon, you found that article about... I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I stuck that article real quick. Because that was funny and effed up at the same time. Where did I put that article? Might as well talk about it for a second. Oh, there it is. Here you go. 
Headline, Washington Commanders blame bank error after fans $14,000 raffle check bounce. There you go. That's, that's pretty awesome. Season ticket holder Drew Shipley called into the Team 980 radio station with a story about the, the bounce check. Uh, he claimed to have won a prize of more than $14,000 from a charity raffle the Commanders hosted uh, during their uh, uh, the season opener against the Jags. So he had an image of the check, $14,822, which came from the Washington Football Charitable Foundation. So anyway, it bounced, right? So I love this line, man. Uh, the team did end up paying him what he was owed, but he said, uh, quote, who am I supposed to talk to? Am I supposed to call Dan Snyder myself? <laughs> <laughs> bounce check, man. That's terrible, dude. Like, it explains a lot, though, right? Railings, ow. Fall- ow. railings falling off in that stadium. Bounce check, <laughs> right? Reef, uh, roof looked leaking. Yeah, uh, sewage and water. You know, pipes leaking in that thing. Expired How beer. Do you fuck that up. Yeah, expired beer. How do you fuck that up? One of the legacy franchises in the NFL. You'd run that team better than him. Even if you want to get on the, you know, the name change bus. That aside. That was a, a that's what's a legacy franchise in the league, man. It was worth a ton of money, and it you know there there was a point in time that you would have had the district, Maryland, Virginia politicians would have been all over some opportunities, you know, to build them a stadium. And right now, like and, they were saying on the radio today, they can't even get no. People to agree to build them a new stadium. And- no, 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 no. So there, there's layers of this thing, but you know, again, we've talked about this multiple times on the, on the, on this podcast. And obviously, you know, I grew up in Richmond, so I grew up with the um, a lot of Redskin centric stuff. And at least I, I'm just glad I was alive to enjoy the Joe Gibbs era, um, North Turner era, not so much. <laughs> but you know, it, it's a legacy franchise. A historic, proud, legacy franchise with a strong fan base, and Dan Snyder has just destroyed all of it. He's, you know what I mean? The stadium's a dump. They lost the name, which even if you don't, you know, you were happy they changed the name, that's not the point. Um, that got done. I guarantee you, I wish we could, I wish we knew details and I speculated about this. We talked about this before, but I guarantee you that name change was. Uh, it was not just about the sponsors. I guarantee you that was a chip that he played to get some kind of concession. Because don't don't forget that the NFL owners granted him a waiver so he could have an, a higher debt load so he could buy out those minority partners. And that's one of the things when you talk about what's going on. You got Ursay coming out and saying there's merit to forcing him out. Of course there is. He's an asshole. Dan Snyder's an asshole. You know, they've got all kinds of baggage, all kinds of nonsense. You, you're damn right, I believe he has. he's digging up dirt on people. Now, whether or not he has it, I think is irrelevant. But do I believe he's out there trying to get dirt on other people? Hell yeah, I do. Yeah, he Hell is. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, he, he's, the guy that, he's the guy that's on the sinking ship, and he's trying to take everyone with him. Yeah. It, look, it's mutually. he's going to go mutually assured Dan-struction. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going to blow him up, he's going to try to blow a whole bunch of stuff up, too. Look, he doesn't want to sell that team, and I get that. He's sitting on a cash cow. He gets a cruise on his yacht. But you just think about all all this stuff. And, you know, there have been points that I thought he got hosed. I still believe the, you know, the league screwed them 
when it came to that uncapped salary that that all that all the Maricop shit. Yeah, I mean they got hosed. They got hosed by that because nobody got it as bad as they did. I mean they got that was bullshit. They got absolutely hammered, and there were other teams that had some stuff going on, but they crushed Washington, and it really it broke them. You know, because that was a they had a couple of good things going on, and it really hamstrung. I mean, it just limited them so much. You think back to early RG three and Shanahan, and you can certainly think about what that what his career ended up being and how that flamed out. But when he was healthy and his ego hadn't gotten overly inflated yet, that team was good, dude. RG three was dynamic. Um, oh, that seventy-six yard touchdown yeah. run against the Vikings! It was ridiculous, but rookie season that was amazing. Yeah. That was an amazing atmosphere. But uh, you know, the cap penalties and the stuff, all, all that, all that stuff really hurt that team in that era. But you know, again, a storied franchise, a legacy franchise, a great fan base, a loyal fan base, until they just got used and abused by Dan Snyder. You know, and you have all the stuff with the cheerleaders, all the stuff with him. You know, the stories about him skimming money from other events. I mean, there's just story after story after story after story. And, and I think most, to me, most of the fans, a lot of people have just given up on them because they they haven't been that good. That's part of it. But it's a bad fan experience. People don't like that dude. You know, he sued season. I mean, it was a real thing that he sued season ticket holders. That was not fake. It was a real thing that they banned people or they tried to ban people like wearing certain things going into that stadium. You know, it's over-commercialized. And I, look, I, I know everything in the league is expensive. I mean, I get that. Sarah was asking me, somebody in like in the neighborhood or in our general area, like on next door or whatever it was, it's one of those neighborhood buy-sell groups. They had tickets to the Packers, you know, the Green Bay-Washington game this weekend. Lower bowl, 45-yard line, really good seats. But they're like 250 a ticket. Nah. Right? <laughs> and, and I told Sarah, I said, look, I'm sure that's face value. But I was like... I can't justify spending five hundred dollars. First of all, Green Bay is not good either, right? If Green Bay was at least good, I go all right. Well, I'll, you know, I'm going to go see the Packers beat their ass. That's good enough. Um, but I, I don't like that stadium. I don't want to give them any money, and I, I can't imagine. Like to me, I just can't justify spending five hundred dollars. You know, plus gas, plus beer, whatever else is I'm going to spend in the stadium at nineteen dollars a beer, whatever the hell it is for that day to trade my day for that game day experience for two shitty teams. Yep. No. Now, if the tickets were a hundred bucks, okay. I'm, uh, maybe, but I'm pretty sure they're face value. 250 a piece. Get that FOH dude. No, no, no. So I, I told Sarah, I, I just, I can't do it, but uh, you know, again, I, I totally believe he's got dirt on people. I, my standpoint is is very simply that I think the other owners should just get out in front of them, and maybe Ursay is going to lead the charge. I mean, Ursay's got baggage too; we all know that. But here's the thing: uh, to me, if they're in front of it, if they believe Snyder is going to try to wreck shop, uh, you get in front of it. You're going to take a couple of bullets, but that's what you pay Goodell for anyway, right? So take right. take a couple of bullets for the whole thing and just discredit Dan Snyder, right? Discredit the ah. dude, force him yeah. out. I mean, he's My- got so much baggage, so much crap. I mean, force him out. The other thing is, we were talking about that debt load, and they granted him a waiver to help him with his debt load by the minority partners. And part of the stuff with the stadium, yes, he's got political problems because nobody wants to help him build a stadium right now. That can change. But, you know, if, if the other owners won't let him increase his debt load or they won't grant him a waiver to do that, it becomes that much harder to build a stadium. 
Exactly. You know, I, I don't know if they ever released the owner's name, but there was one, one of the owners was talking about the problems with them, but said that they would feel differently if he was able to get a stadium built. You know, because that—I mean, a lot of that's a monetary issue. But they're going to have him over the over the barrel. I'm not saying it's crumbling like the Titans facility, but think about—you know—I don't remember how old the Titan was. It Nissan Stadium, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how old is that? Twenty some years. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't feel like it's that old, right? Mm. And they're going to work that out, and they're going to get a new stadium built instead of upgrading that one. And think about what they can't get done. I mean, FedEx FedEx was built cheap. You know, I mean, it was built cheap. When they did it, it was built cheap. You can't do that. So, well, that, that was by choice. And it was a huge capacity. Wasn't anything fancy. But it's one of those things where it was built kind of before the stadiums really started getting wild. Really good. Yeah. Now, if, if Snyder had bought the team before that stadium was built, he probably would have built something much nicer. But that's just not the way that it went. But I don't think he's going to – I just I'm, – I'm not confident in any capacity that he can get a stadium built. I'm not confident in any capacity that, you know, they've truly turned things around. They can talk about their diversity initiatives and the people they've hired and a lot of the blah. I think it's a bunch of lip service. I don't have any any real faith and confidence in it. And I, I hope the other NFL owners force him out, get in front of it, discredit the dude, force him out. Don't, don't grant him any waivers for anything, whether it's debt management – um, whether it's stadium stuff, f that guy, he has he has ruined that franchise, and I think a lot of fans will not support him, will not go to games, will not anything until that dude is gone. I, I will say this: I was, list, I was listening to uh, Greeny on the way to work, mm-hmm. and he had Tim Legler on, and Legler is a season ticket holder, and he's like, he he's been for years, and mm-hmm. he just said no one wants to go, no one wants to pay Snyder. I mean, everything you just said yeah. is literally everything Legler just said. Like, yeah. like he loved it back in the day, but what it's become, like, no. none of his friends want to give this guy any money. Nothing. Don't give him a dollar. Don't don't want to give do him it. a dollar. Like, and that's why I told my buddies who wanted to go to the Tennessee game, like this past week or two weeks ago, whatever mm-hmm. it was. I was like. I would love to go to a game with you guys, go, but I'm not giving Snyder a damn dime. Go to a Ravens game. I'd much rather go to a Ravens game. I'd love to go to a Ravens I, I, game. We need to cut, you know, like no money for Dan Snyder. I know they have TV money, and that's really where they make their – I get that. But it's a terrible look to have a stadium constantly filled with fans from the other teams. Dude, oh, it, it's, it's just the it's worst, like – like unless if you make it a great experience yourself, it's the worst fan experience I can imagine. No, I mean the, the stadium sucks. The, the, the going it's in the middle of nowhere, and like if you don't tailgate, you don't bring your own stuff to have a fun tailgate. It just sucks, fucking ass. You know, you know what I'm thinking. One of the things they should have done is instead of just taking a bunch of seats out. Right, and just having all these weird Taylor Swift blank spaces all over the damn stadium. What they really should have done is just put bigger nice pool. I know. Uh, they really should have just put bigger seats in. Those seats are snug, bro. Randy, oh, you, you bro. know this. Those seats, bro. Yeah, oh, bro. yeah, they are. I mean, Shannon, you're not a you're not a big guy, right? Like I'm not a small guy. No, Those, you you guys are like you're you're not like fat, but you guys are big men, right? I mean, Bur- burly men, burly. Yeah, Randy, 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 look, you and I are linemen. That's the reality. Yeah, right? <laughs> we're, we're linemen. 
<laughs> yeah, you, know, you guys are linemen, I'm, and you guys could probably use two seats and yeah, be okay. I'm a, I'm maybe I'm a blocking tight end, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like going to that VCU U of R game last year. That that oh, was y'all were snug in those seats, bro. Bro, bro, <laughs> and we, dude, we we got to get we got to go to another game and take Todd to a game this year. I know. See, it's one of the things I don't like about going to sporting events, man. Is the the seats are so uncomfortable unless you're gonna spend like really really big bucks, like like big. Now look, man, I bought a lottery ticket. If I happen to win half a billy tonight, because I think Powerball was like five hundred million or something like that. Oh shit, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it was half oh, a billy, dude. So look, man, if if at some point we don't record for a month or two, it's probably because I'm setting stuff up with the lawyers, man. Maybe, I, <laughs> maybe, maybe, I, maybe I got that half a billy. I mean, I got to move. I got to relocate. We got to do all kinds of stuff, but. You know, we'll get the good seats, right? We'll get the good seats then. I'll be but, at the beach. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're all gonna record remotely. It's gonna be we'll fun. record at the yeah, beach. That's right. Record <laughs> remotely, and we'll just you know all our families will live together. <laughs> anyway, go on. But you know, I mean, they're just uncomfortable. Like, but but I mean, that's like a simple thing, man. Like, just put in slightly bigger, more comfortable seats for people. Right. Yeah. You you could have achieved. You could have lessened the capacity and made it a better experience at the same time. Is that what that fuckface did? No. So I want just as a you know, don't give the dude any money. Send that guy onto the JG Wentworth bus. Yes, you get long term right? payments, but you fuck him. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> send him on the <laughs> JG Wentworth bus, man. That's what I want. Set him there, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the all new Cunty McFuckface actually, over here. Actually, you know what? I know I put this song somewhere. I got a dedication for Dan Snyder. Yeah, here you go. I think we have to repurpose. I think we have to repurpose the Barfwin song, right? And we do. Yes. Right. <laughs> Don't want no short Dan man, right? <laughs> That's what this should now be. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I, I see what you did there. Thank you, Randy. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, don't. Here it is. I can hear it. Right? Don't want no short Dan man. It's perfect. There you go. Right. Which you gotta have the original and the alternate lyric in the same song, and it works perfectly for that aspect. There, there you go. Yeah, don't want no short Dan man. Get rid of that fucker, right? And to me, whatever you got to do, force him out, make him sell, don't give him money, whatever, make his life hard. No, no fan should go back to that. Just let that dude rot. Let the stadium collapse, man. You know what I mean? Not with fans in it. But like I'm saying, like people let it it look as barren as RFK did. Like that 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 place caught fire. They got weeds all growing in the on the field. You know, just let it be this dilapidated dumpster fire. You know, and short Dan man just out there by himself. Right? Fuck him. Fuck him. Wait, wait. What? What did Alex Trebek just called? He has a comment about uh, Dan. Fuck him. Exactly. There we go. And he's dead, so, you know. Randy, do you have a comment as well? Fuck him. There you go. (laughs) Uh, By the way, uh, people were wanting to shit on Ursay. Like, Ursay 
really hurt himself with the coke and the drugs and all that, but Snyder hurt other people. You know, there there there's a difference there. Like I get Look. that yeah, Ursay isn't the best example to be calling out Snyder, but in the same respect, like drugs and the alcohol hurt him. It didn't hurt other people. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I'm not of the mindset that all the other owners are, like, nice and clean. I mean, Jerry Jones has some skeezy stuff going on. Uh, they're all twice. You know, Robert Kraft's gotten some handies along the way. <laughs> he, he lent Deshaun Watson some masseuses. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. <laughs> Jerry Jones and the Glory. He got referrals. You're saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's baggage and crap. But it, you know what I mean. Like in the grand scheme of things, there's like there's there's like this scale, right? There's a scale of how much of an asshole and a bastard and a prick you are. And most of those guys know better than to put to have all this stuff like really out where it's you know ready for public consumption. Again, let's not fool ourselves. Most of these guys are probably assholes, right? And I can live with that, right? I, I, I'm not expecting to be friends with, I don't know, Maricop or you know it, Jerry Jones or any of these dudes, right? There's a certain degree of ruthlessness that goes into a lot of people that reach those levels. There just is, you know? That doesn't mean they, they don't do some good things along the way. To me, there's enough baggage and there's enough bad stuff. There's, a, there's enough patterns of toxic, of abuse, of just shysty, shady crap with him. It's not defensible, man. It's just not. You know? How many owners... Like, I'm confident he's about the worst owner in sports. If he's not the worst, he's close to being the worst. No, he's the worst. Not only for the product on field... But for the game day experience and for just who he is. So he's a get him cunt. out. Yes. You know, and remember, try not to be a cunt this Christmas. I don't have the song queued up, but you know how it goes. Let's wait till we get through Halloween first, and then we can break that. <laughs> Although Mariah Carey is fresh on the tail, bro. Oh, dude, dude. She, dude. She's she's had, had you, she's emerging from the ocean. I know it's close. Had had you heard the uh <laughs> The Slice Slice Baby song? No! Yo, R.I.P. Let's kill it. Slice Slice Baby. Vanilla Mike. <laughs> oh, this is a keeper. Slice Slice Baby. All right, chop. Annihilate my victims. Mike is back with the same old obsession. Stalking. Grab a hold of you tightly. Glow like a lantern. Scaring you nightly. Will I ever stop? No. Lori Strode. Turn off the lights and I'll show. On Halloween, I rock a knife and go mental. Light up the shape and stab a nurse in the temple. Damn. Blood. <laughs> they actually- Dude, that is baller. That's a keeper. They did a great job with this. This is amazing. You gotta, you, you, you gotta love the birthday. I'm a mask in a jumpsuit. Deadly. When I slay a whole family, anything less than your death is a hell to me. Trick it or treat it. So happy holiday. Shoot me six times and I'll still walk away. Lori has a problem. She can't solve it. Check out the stain. Gonna need to resolve it. Slice, slice, baby. This is amazing. Speaking of that, Randy, 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 real quick, real quick, because you saw Halloween ends in theater. Uh, con- I did. Condensed, oh. condensed short review. Uh, all right. Um, I guess it's worth seeing once just because to see it. 
But honestly, I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about it because it's not horrible, but it's not great. Is is uh, that because it's not what you wanted it to be or expected it to be? Or It's, def- it's definitely no what, what I expected it to be. It's mm-hmm. definitely a very, very different take. Um, you could almost say if it, if it wasn't uh, a Michael Myers film, if it wasn't Halloween, it actually wouldn't be a bad film. But because it's Halloween, it's Michael Myers, there's a certain you know expectation uh-huh. that just wasn't there. Oh. Uh, yeah. And the movie just, it took time to really get going. They went a different way with it. Now, I'm not saying what, what was bad that the way they went. I just feel like... It just didn't fit. Like, if they had set this up, started setting this up in the last film, maybe, but hmm. just it just didn't fit well. There were some. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some really good highlights in it. Um, a couple of the actors did really well. Some of the kills were very innovative and unique and really cool. But for the most part, it the the ending overall was okay. I had different expectations for the movie that didn't come about, but like I said, it, if you if you like the franchise, if you enjoy it, it's worth seeing once. On and... Peacock or in theaters? Peacock. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I enjoyed it in theaters, oh. but the thing is, it's like, yeah, I think it's definitely something to watch on streaming. Obviously, it's going to make some money, and but this is the last film that blumhouse has so once they uh once this film is out now the the rights revert back to mustafa akkad who originally had it Mm -hmm. so there's no telling maybe five ten years down the road we might see a new one but But, uh, jamie lee's done right yeah she's she signed a waiver stating this is this is it it's the last time she's playing laurie strode period so my thing was is and Did you see it in the theater with Randy? No, I, I saw it on Peacock on Thursday night. Bro. Oh. I was like, I was like, I had w- once um, I knew. You, you mean you, was, did, you didn't stay? You didn't watch the Thursday night football game? Bears Commanders? You watched Michael Myers? I did. Dude. You watched I Halloween watched, Ends? I watched Halloween Ends, bro. Oh man, dude! I got home from work and I was just like, you know what? And I turned on. I was like. And my, my TVs nowadays, it turns on to like the, the smart whatever, like what's streaming or whatever before you get to the channels. And it was just like Halloween ends. And I was like, Bears Commanders, Halloween ends. Let me watch Halloween ends because, I mean, I, I already knew what Bears Commanders was going to be. Shit. Yeah. Well, it's Thursday Night Football. That's all you need to know. That, that too. Uh, especially after the the previous week was yeah. was just horrible. <laughs> mm. But like at, at the last, like Randy called it just so well. It was mm. the the last Halloween was Empire Strikes Back was Michael Myers striking back, and I was like expecting this epic conclusion. Like let's fucking go. Like Michael Myers is about to. Come down, let like let's go, and and just wreck shop. You didn't get you didn't get to wreck I, shop. I thought he was going to wreck shop, and then it just went in a completely different direction. It was a it was a slow burn with a twist. 
that you, that, that you just didn't you just were like wait a second what the fuck yeah and i and i was like okay well he took he took all that punishment and i get it and i was just like oh well maybe he's just a shell of himself and he's going to control this you know and if you haven't seen it i apologize uh, suck it anyway <laughs> wow <laughs> damn no, yeah. so spoiler warning here we'll put the timestamp in if you want to fast forward through this <laughs> no i won't you can slice slice baby <laughs> you can slice it any way you want but like i thought okay we're gonna get this new kid he's gonna control and this this dude's gonna just take over and be awesome and it was just you know it's just it just all right so it's, it's like a um yeah it just do, do, do we go where i'm thinking i'm about to go it's it's like a sex with whitfield it's just over before it began or wow. <laughs> well, well, look, i mean i'm just saying love you matt love you matt just kidding randy said it was a slow burn so i mean i kind of <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> make I mean, a cream let, for that okay let, let's be all right let's be honest Son of an itch! Give me a cream! Oh no! <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this, Justin. What? If you're watching a slasher film, do you really expect to have a love story and mixed in with it? Uh, it, it, just the cliched stuff. I mean, that's not to me. That's not a focal point. But this, there kind of was one that was a bit of the focal point in the beginning, like the first half of the film. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. And, I mean, and I understand there's some social commentary in there about certain things, which I understand. But also, I want to be entertained, man. I'm not here. I'm I'm I'm, tr- I'm here to get away. Are from you that sort not of stuff. entertained? No, no. <laughs> the no. movie made me think too damn much, and I'm not there to think. I'm there to watch people get fucking killed. I mean, that's let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And when the kills happened, they ramped up. They were pretty innovative. They were actually really cool. Yes. And I know, I'm sure Shannon will agree with me. There's one uh, radio personality who got his comeuppance that that kill was amazing. Yes. Huh. And that but fucker deserved it. He did deserve it. All right. Well, look. Get mean, it. Oh, go ahead. I mean, it's probably one of the most innovative, probably one of the best kills I've seen in mm-hmm. a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Period. Amazing. Huh. Um, but other than that, I'm mean, like I said, it's it's about it's, it's it's an average movie. It's an average movie. Period. If like I said, if you're a fan, go watch it. It's worth watching once, just so you can at least see the conclusion to uh, David Gordon Green's trilogy. Um, he does end it. It does definitely ends. There is an oh, ending. It's, oh, it's definitely ended. But other than that, um, after the one watch, eh, if you really want to watch it again, that's up to you. Um, hmm. I'm still kind of like on the fence where I'm trying to decide if it's worth going back and trying to answer some of the questions I had after the movie, or if it's just one of those where I'm like, let's see what the internet says and just leave it be. See what the internet says. Just go go to Reddit. Go to some fan forums and just read through. The, the only question I had is I, I saw the body twice is did he get carried out the guy that got possessed by michael myers afterward whoa whoa spoiler alert spoiler no i'm just kidding that's me (laughs) like does he fuck him 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'll see that's my, uh, Wes and I were talking about that a little bit. We were just, we, we weren't sure just because it's, it did feel like, and, uh, I, I literally leaned over to him and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I literally over to him, did they just Jason goes to hell's this shit. And he was like, I was thinking the exact same thing. And if you've ever seen it, you know what I'm saying. If you haven't, well then it's lost on you, but it's, it's just, I don't know. It's an interesting take. And Lori kind of explains it at the end, kind of what happened in a, in a way. In a way. Yeah. But. All right. I don't know. So an it's, unsatisfying end. So Halloween Whitfield is all over, all over itself. Unfulfilled. Yes. Un, un, <laughs> untapped well, potential. If you want to um, believe it or not, even Matt had issues with movies. No, I know. Like, I, even I, he wasn't. Yeah, no. Fully. He and I I, I almost put that into the breed chat, and I just wanted to wait and see if he brought it up first. Yeah. But he never brought it up, so. Well. Because I know that's his jam, so. Yeah, he, he, he that, that dude loves him some Halloween, bro. He does, man. I, uh, I was going to let him lead that discussion, but I, he never brought it up, so. Well. Oh, well. And I guess that's what she said. Anyway. <laughs> All right. <then. laughs> There you go. We never find it up. I guess that was missed. He never brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, got it up. Much, much like the Packers this year, can't finish in the second half. You know what I'm saying? Oh. That's what it is. All right, look. That's terrible. Anyway, uh, let's take a quick break. <laughs> I'm going to stretch my legs for a minute uh, and before it gets too late. And then we can pound through some other uh, other games and have some fun with a couple of things. Uh, keywords are sports and brew. As always, you can find us iTunes, Home Field on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, LiveSportsCaster.com. There's a whole bunch of sites and services. So uh, if you like putting up with our crap, track us down. And if you think we're obnoxious, funny, or whatever, or you hate Dan Snyder as much as we do, uh, feel free to pass it on to some other people, man. But from all of us, what am I? I'm getting ready to wrap it up. Like I want to get the hell out of here. No, we're just taking a pause. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. We have to do a salute o'clock and burn through some other games, man. Got to do it one more time. Short Dan Man. Go away, Dan Snyder, you fucker. All right, we'll be back in just a moment. Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And uh, one of my cats decided to break into the office. So we'll see if she behaves herself or tries to, you know, rubber butt on the mic or something really goofy where I got to throw her out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you never know, man. Cats do cat things, right? It's just kind of the way that it goes. Cat going to cat. cat cats are going to cat. Yes, it's true. There's no doubt about that. Uh, first of all, gentlemen, 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 as we want, as as we're ramping up to the season finale of House of the Dragon, bro, bro, Randy, you got to get caught up, dude. Randy, you might as well just take a take a step back, and we'll let you know when you can come back. Hey, look, man, tomorrow night when Thursday night football is on, Randy, you can watch House of the Dragon. That's probably what will you exactly happen because it's Thursday night football. We all know it's gonna suck ass regardless. That's when I watched the freaking Halloween ends. I know. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I have an idea of like how things are ramping up just because of the way the last episode ended that I watched. And I was just going, Oh great, you had to sit there and say, you know, explain the prophecy to the wrong person. Good job, and then die. And <laughs> it's then- like 
and then all hell's gonna break and i'm like i know oh. all hell's gonna oh, break yeah. loose just no. because oh. i'm like going you got no. one over here and one look, over here look. Uh, no. uh all i'm saying is shannon 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 when when that person disappeared out of that big area i was like look we're getting one of two things uh-huh. right we're getting we're getting fight or flight and bro we got some fight when when that thing erupted through the floor of that thing i was waiting for I mean, one word and one word only i know i know so, I, and I can't believe we didn't get the damn word oh, well we got some impact we got some impact so so randy when the thing happens at, at the place with the thing, you're going to be like, whoa. It is, it's, no, you're going to be sitting there going, just say it, just say it, well, just there, say it. There's also the words that they could say that happens when the thing happens in the place. It's it's going to be great. I already have an idea without you even <laughs> just doing saying that alone. I have an idea exactly what's going to happen, and I'm going to be like, just do it. <laughs> Shannon, are you telling me that instead of going Peter Dinklage, that moment went Peter Shrinklage? Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. What do you say? I, you know, that's to be determined depending on how things play out. Yeah, we got to see. We, we got to see in the, in the finale. Oh, also, by the way, Randy, I watched, uh, I'm at the end of season three of Rebels. Yeah. So I just watched, was it Zero Hour? I think part one and part two. Uh, I just watched part one while I was having lunch today. Man. Ooh. That's good, bro. That's good. Oh, yeah. That's intense, man. I will say I, I will say I was a little disappointed, though, with the Obi-Wan Maul. I thought there would be a little bit more with that reunion. That was, I, o- that was over very quickly. Well, and I actually... Um, when I was writing articles for uh, Rain Man Digital, I actually wrote an article on that particular episode. And what I had said about it was how it felt basically it was kind of like a, how a samurai duel would go. Like, because that's one of the big things, influences in Star Wars yeah. is the old samurai films back in the day. And what it really showed was how Maul was solely focused on any revenge on Kenobi while. Obi-Wan was more or less had already moved on from everything that Maul ever did to him and was in a different mindset. So he knew knew exactly what Maul was going to try to do. And he just ended it like that. Yeah, it was quick, man. It was quick. But we got but he he gave he gave the pose. He did the pose. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. But anywho, I'm going to see if I can finish. I'm see if I can finish that uh, either tomorrow or tomorrow night after I flip the episode. So instead of Thursday Night Football, maybe I'll be watching, you know, <laughs> the end of season three of Rebels, which I know I'm I'm late to that party. That's fine. There's just there's so much good stuff, and I haven't started Andor uh, Andor yet. I haven't started that at all. There's a ton of shows. Like I watched the first episode of uh, She Hulk, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, uh, it's, it's it's so funny. I've seen so many people complaining about the show, and I watched, oh, the, and I watched the first episode, I'm like, I don't know how the whole vibe of the series goes, but I thought the first episode was hilarious. It was it's funny. funny. It's yeah. funny. So it's a fu- it's a fun series. I I, I, I got to finish up. I got to finish up on it. Same. It, yeah. It's a it's a fun series. Like yeah. it's just fun. It it's not meant to be serious for for, for those who are. Taking it a little too serious. Um, 
there's marijuana for you. Oh, and have some edibles and then watch She-Hulk. Have well. some edibles and watch it, and you'll be just fine. Okay, fair enough. Uh, speaking of fun, speaking of fun, let's have a little fun. We need to do our salute o'clock. So true to form, I went to Total Wine, and I, I grab-ass some uh, El Segundo Broken Skull IPA and some more Headspace. That seems to be the two flavors I'm digging as of late. So enjoying a Broken Skull. Uh, also enjoying a Jack and Coke, the classic, the classic. I'm just trying to stick to one of these when we record instead of doing two or three. Uh, granted, that sometimes delivered some really interesting podcast conversations, but some, um, yeah, a few. <laughs> uh, but sometimes the, the many, next, yeah. Sometimes the next day was extra miserable, uh, particularly if I only got three hours of sleep. So I'm trying to stick to one mixed drink and two beers, and that's, that, that's usually a better combo, at least for the next day. Uh, Shannon, what you got, bro? Dude, I'm rolling with the Dancing Kelp Brewery Headless Horseman. Uh, nice. When we when we brewed this beer, it was um, it was a triple uh, batch, which it, for us is 15 barrels, and uh, we're going to be out by the end of the month, I imagine. So must, must be a good damn. beer. Damn, it, it is. It's really tasty. It, it's such a good uh, Oktoberfest, but. Uh, apparently people picked up on it this year and it's just it, it's just selling like hotcakes we released Good. it in august About damn time and uh, uh we're we're look our supplies dwindling so every time i go in i either buy a six pack or i get a i get a growler <laughs> and uh tonight i i got a growler and you know, I'm all just... right. So, uh, when you visit this weekend to watch uh, the, the the Packers play the Commanders, feel free to bring some over, <laughs> so we can celebrate half a Billy and and some tasty beer. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Brandy. What you got, bro? Well, I started off uh, the, the evening with a little tailfisher from uh, Fancy Kilt Brewery. Nice. And I was decided to dig in the refrigerator to see what was left, and I noticed this one lone can of uh, Hardywood Gingerbread Stout from last year, from last Christmas season. And I'm like, you know what? It's been here long enough. It's been lonely. It, I need to finish it. So that's what I'm doing uh, for the second half here. Salute! I, I love the GBS, dude. I can't wait. GBS should be released, I believe, the first week of November. So. The the new batch of GBS should be here pretty soon. And I got to remember to get some of the uh, that bourbon. Well, last year they had a GBS. They had a was it a bourbon barrel GBS? Oh yeah. Or maybe that was one of the Kentucky so Christmas good. mornings. Oh, there was maybe maybe it was a bourbon barrel Kentucky. Uh, anyway, I gave that to that was Kentucky good Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it, that was a beer I like to give as gifts to people. And uh, that went th- those went over well. I mean, a little expensive, but good to oh, support, good so to support local. It. But uh, good beer, so I'll have to keep an eye out at uh, Total Wine for sure, for sure. But for speaking that of alcohol, so I'm a member of Hardy oh, Whip, bro. Oh. Just let me know. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's right, uh, uh, Randy, Randy, Randy. Now you and I are big Borderlands guys. Yeah, big Borderlands guys. Love, love the series, love the games. There's a new Tales of the Borderlands coming out, and I have, I still like, I have, uh, I have the PS Plus now and Xbox Game Pass Live. Blah, yeah. Blah. So I have the old version somewhere along the line, like the old Tales of the Borderlands was one of the freebies. So I right. have it. I haven't played it, but I've obviously played all the main games. But they every once in a while they have these really neat kind of like rando promotions and rando things, and you managed to score something really sweet. 
So surprising, and I know I know we discussed it before, but for some odd reason, Facebook decided to remind me that Ballantines made did a nice little thing with uh, Borderlands that has a a uh, Mad Moxie's whiskey, and just a tip. <laughs> the thing is, it's you know it's one of those things where it's like okay, cool. But when you start thinking about it and you can't stop thinking about it, it's one of those things where, you know what, you just got to bite the bullet. And obviously, uh, thanks to the fact that it's coming from the UK, it's going to take about five to six weeks to get here. Good Lord. But yeah, you know, shipping, tariffs, all that crap. So, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's an $80 bottle of whiskey that's basic because of shipping (laughs) for the most part. Shipping and tariffs. But. Um, you know, I mean, hey, at least it's going to be a time for the holiday season. Yep. We'll some get-togethers. We, you know, obviously, uh, once I have it when we're recording, I will definitely make sure to uh, do a live review of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go as overboard as I did with episode 300. Let's let's get this straight. What? Um, <laughs> what? But the bottle looks really cool. So obviously, when I finish it, I'm keep I'm keeping the bottle. There's, it looks really cool. I'm excited. <laughs> Episode 400. Randy, get fucked up. Yeah, I'll polish off the other half that bottle of Crown that I did at Episode 300. Um, I think we're only at Episode 335. We got a ways to go. Yeah, we do. So we we only do about what 26 to 30 episodes a given year. I think. Yeah, so we we, we got a. Like so a couple it, years to go. Unless we do a lot of mini brews, right, this year. <laughs> I don't know when we're going to get to episode 400. So it's, it's going to take a minute. <laughs> there they ain't no mini brews in this house, my man. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, Unless or, you start or, saying, like, oh, we'll do, like, a mini college review well, on I, a Saturday night. Then we'll do Sunday, and then we'll, you know. Well, I mean, in, unless we do some Whitfield episodes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I would say what is enough enough, but we all know that answer, so I'm not even gonna bother. Oh no! <laughs> oh, anyway, all right, all right. Oh, Peter Strinklage. Peter, Peter Dinklage. It's Peter. Anyway, by the way, my all-time favorite like fan-made like audio ever. Peter Dinklage, yeah, Peter Dinklage. That has over a million views. It's amazing. Yeah, pretty, it's pretty fantastic. His, his, I loved his response to it. He was just like, oh, yeah, that's not good. That's not <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you're actually like big time and you just, just don't care. So that's, that's pretty fantastic. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. That's right. That's right. That's True right. story. True story. Facts. Facts. If ever there was a a sports brew quality tagline. That was it. I will say that <clears throat> Matt Smith, though, this series, I think, is the breakout star. Oh, oh. House of the oh, Dragon. He's, he's, he's been phenomenal. He's for I mean, he was the twelfth Doctor and yeah. all that stuff. So he was. He's been. He's been around a while. He's he's a really good actor. Oh, dude. He yeah. he. The, the range of just this character of Damon in general that he's brought to it has been 
absolutely amazing just because there's just times when you just look at him and you're like, okay, I do feel bad for him. And then you're like, wow, you're a dick. And then I, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 he's weird because you hate that fucker and then you root for him at the same time. Like, right? Yeah. You're like, he is badass, but he's such a bastard. But, but uh, there are moments that he says so much by saying so little. And mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely one of those things where he's nailed the character. And I loved it when um, they were at a dinner table. I forget what event it was in the show, but that other dude from was he attached to Heron Hall? I don't I don't quite remember, but but he was pissed after he you know killed his wife, and um, mm-hmm. and they were having this conversation, and just he only had like a couple of small lines of dialogue, but the way that he sold the whole thing, just brilliant. I mean that that was that show was very well cast, by the way. It is. It just it tremendous. Patty. Patty was just oh amazing. Yeah. He, oh, he did a phenomenal job. He did a phenomenal job. Yeah, for, that, sure. for sure. But it's like the whole thing with uh, Damon and his wife at the time, and didn't say a damn thing, but just mm-hmm. the the looks he gave and the body language and mm-hmm. everything. It told point, an entire bro. story. On point, yeah. bro. On point, bro. Yeah. All right. We need to shift back to football. We got we got a couple more games to get through. Uh, we, we we can't we can't shift to the podiatrist. I mean, I can talk about the colonoscopy. I need to schedule. Where do you want to oh, go? Lord, we, we we can't talk about the foot doctor. Oh lord, the foot doctor. Where do you want to go? House of the Dragon foot doctor. Come on, man. <laughs> Justin knows where this is going, and we're not going there. So, anyway, <laughs> it's not like we're going to go to the BSE here and be like, "Hey, look, oh, we're Denver. on the BSE right now, bro." Yeah, maybe. Well, that's called that's called Denver and uh, the Charters. That was the oh BSE. my god, bro, bro. That's, that's the game. We, we got Bills and Chiefs. We can talk about. You want to go to Denver? You want to go to the Bro? No, I know. The you know what? No, we'll save that. For I did not watch like a minute. Game. Of that game, and I saw the highlights, and I'm like, I'm thank the, the God. The Denver I did Chargers game does need to be the ass end of the podcast, but dude, Bills Chiefs that that was one of one of the more entertaining games of the season. By the way, game? by the way, God. do we need to go to Tony Romo for lottery numbers? I yes, think we do because he he called the final score. Yeah, he literally called the final score in the first quarter. Good on him. Good on him. I will He's say, it's been like that. Uh, he's had some moments for sure. Side note: Is it me or does Juju Smith-Schuster look like a tight end these days? Yes, he's looking bigger. Yeah. That that dude looks thick, man. He's thick. He not he not skipping leg day, and and he's apparently sharing meals with Andy, at Andy Reid's house. Oh, like, he's eating the chips off Andy's shoulders. <laughs> so. right? Juju looks big, man. But uh, look, he he broke free from those three defenders Uh-oh. in the same quarter, right? You know, that 42-yard touchdown, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-oh. Shannon, you're right. I said it. Damn right I did. Looking good, bro. Looking good. That was a fun game. That was great. A lot of buildup, a lot of expectation, a lot of hype. I love Bucker banging through that 62-yard field goal and, and Steph, Steph Curry in, like, the look away. That was hilarious. Uh, of course, he followed that up with a, missing a 51. How do you make a 62 and a miss a 51? How? What, it's hard did, regardless. I, I mean, did he imagine? think about it. Did he imagine for a moment that he was a Colts kicker or kicking at Alabama? Oh... <laughs> College kicker, bro. I'm just saying. Bangs the hard one, misses the easy one. (laughs) Yeah, right? 
Oh my god. Maybe that's the way with this women. I don't know. Holy fuck. Uh, I also love the moment in this game. Uh, it's it's twenty to seventeen after a Chiefs field goal, and the Bills are just trying to grind it down the field. And Josh Allen out there hurt, just hurdling dudes, man, bro. That play was fantastic. Amazing. Josh Allen was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm taking the game on my back, and my, we're, we're fucking going down the field. Screw this, bro. My favorite, my favorite tweet from that play in particular was uh, Robert Griffin the third. He he stops at midair with Josh Allen over the dude's head, and he just has like the poop emoji right there. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like Josh Allen taking a dump on this dude's head. Dude, but here's the thing: this is and the first time laughing. he's done it to Kansas City. That's the whole. That's the funny yeah. part of it. He did it to him last year, hurdling a dude. It was great. Look, yeah. I, obviously the expectations for these two teams are crazy, and. Realistically, we're all hoping we get a rematch in the playoffs, right? I, I do think we have to give a special shout-out to Jordan Poyer, uh, Bill's safety Jordan Poyer, who couldn't fly, right? He missed last week's game against the Steelers with a rib injury, but he was medically cleared to play but not to fly. That dude drove 973 miles each way. That's about a 15, that's about 15 hours in the car, unless you're driving with me, then maybe it's about 13. But... <laughs> He drove 973 miles, 15 hours to be on that field and to play. That's a dude you want to go to war with. Right? I'm telling you, like right now, like if that's my teammate, Mm. if he's willing to do that and you're not willing to go to what he does, FOH. Man. That's a guy I want to go to war with. Right, like right here, right now, like that's my dude, that's my dog. The, they're like, on, they're on a mission. I, I don't know if they're going to finish that mission this year, but they're in prime slot of their window. Von Miller. Um, now this, this is the year. Like if Buffalo's going to do it, this is the year. Yeah, I mean, right here, right team. now. This the thing is, is the year. it was a hell of a team win. It wasn't just yes, one, no. one or the and, other. And, that and was the yes. entire team. Yeah, team and, win, and they sealed it with a pick. And it's still crazy to me that they opened that game by turning it over, right? Because they were in the red zone. They turn it over, and then Kansas City drives down the field, and then they get a pick in the end zone. What oh, a, dude. What a Amazing weird, interception. What a weird way to open the game. But to get that pick late, too, man. Hell, hell of a job. Kudos to them, man. Uh, pressure from Bob Miller, by the way. Yes. Yep. He split that double team and yep. made uh, Mahomes throw it early and – and, and uh bang bang play. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think Josh Allen let that dude have the poop emoji on his head when he hurtled <laughs> when he hurtled, so, hurtled over him. Just I have to tell you guys, my my oldest daughter this week passed behind the wheel. Yes. <laughs> How does that make you feel, Shannon? Uh, old AF. Um, however, the car that she would be driving is in the shop because it's messed up right now. <laughs> From her or just in general? Uh, in general. All right. I because got we hit some shit on 64 and 64 sucks ass. Mm. But she asked me, she's like, Dad, 
You're going to watch Thursday Night Football this week, aren't you? And I'm like, I'm looking at her, I'm like, maybe? She goes, I'm going to watch it with you. And I'm like, why? <laughs> and she goes, because Taylor Swift's going to have her brand new album or brand new song video or whatever on it. And I'm like, you just need to shake it off, kiddo. Oh, jeez. That's where you went with that? No, it, and I didn't say that, but I'm just trying to get the fucking song going. Right, 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 right. You know, Shannon. You, you need a redo, bro. I do. I mean, but apparently Taylor Swift's new video is debuting this week, and she wanted to watch it, so... So she's not really watching football with you. Correct. It's just an excuse for me to get shake it off and then her to watch a fucking video. I let you get a rewind, then you still fuck that up? He does. Yes. Holy shit, Now, see, obviously, you know... The Chiefs getting their ass handed to them, you know. Obviously, well, not their ass handed to them, but at least they don't just have to shake it off. How do you fuck that up? Or how about the fact that Shannon, you just need to shake it off the fact that she wants to watch the video <laughs> rather than watch football with you. <laughs> shake it off, man. Just shake it off. You know who I'm worried is not going to be able to shake it off? Is the damn Green Bay Packers. What first, the hell was that? First time they've lost back-to-back games under Matt LeFleur. LeFleur. That was gross. Look, I'm not trying to disrespect the uh, the Jets. Good on them. All right? But Green Bay's got problems. And God bless, if they roll, if they roll into Washington and lose to Taylor Heineke... <laughs> Which could totally happen, man. Weirder things have happened, dude. Weirder things have happened. I like True Taylor. Story. I like Heineke. Very easy dude to root for. And the team historically has played hard for that guy. But, I mean, come on. But one of the biggest disappointments of this season, without a doubt, is 100% is the Green Bay Packers, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I, the, the defense is one of the highest paid units in the league. Inconsistent. Have moments, but inconsistent. Offense got is a two big time running backs. You they got a big time quarterback. I mean, look, second quarter, field goal blocked. AJ Dillon fumbles in exchange. Jets recover. Barf. Right. There are issues here. Third quarter, so three to th- three to three. What the hell? Braxton Berrios pops off for a twenty uh, yard touchdown to put the Jets up ten to three. And then the Jets block a Packers punt, man. The scoop and the score. Come on, bro. 17-13 Jets. I was like, you know, we were splitting wood or some crap <laughs> in Charlottesville. I'm like, what is going on, man? Oh, my God. And Brees Hall, man. Brees Lightning out there. Popping off for a 34-yard touchdown. That dude, uh, Lambo leaped into a group of Jets fans. That was crazy. Dude, I, I want you to understand this. They lost to the Jets. The Jets were 1 of 11 on third down. They only had 99 net passing yards, and the Packers still lost to them. Like, what the hell, bro? So you got Brees Hall jumping into Brees Jets Lightning. fans. Brees, Brees Lightning. Lightning. And you got Saul Gardner wearing cheese head after the game. 
Come on, man. So just to, That's sad. I'm looking. I'm looking back at the schedule just sad. to kind of get an idea here. And really, when you look at the three losses, they're three very physical teams mm-hmm. that just. So, like, obviously, you know, week one, it's the Vikings. It's a divisional game. It's always going to be hard hitting with the Vikings. But then, you know, they got Chicago. They and then. Tampa Bay, which obviously we know Tampa Bay's not right, but obviously Chicago's bad. Tampa Bay's a mess. You know, if Brady hadn't fucked up on, or the all offense hadn't fucked up on the two point conversion, Lord only knows. You know, having to win in overtime against Bailey Zappi, um, <laughs> but then you get a Giants team that is that after this past week, obviously I, I'm thinking they're legit at this point. They're just a scrappy. They're team just well. Just, they're just well coached. They're well coached, and they. Fight for their coach. They do, and the co- do. the coaches put them in the best position possible. And then you get the Jets, where obviously Robert Sala's personality has finally worn off on this team. Yeah, and they're just be. and they're just being physical and pounding the ball Love down. Love some Robert Sala. So it's like we're back to the biggest issue that the Packers had in the playoffs. It's like not being physical enough or being out physical. They clearly missed Devontae Adams. Clearly. Tunyon's not mentally 100%, even though physically he's there. Clearly he's still not fully like ready mentally to be like, I just I can cut loose. Somebody's got to step up in the wide receiver court for this team. Oh, uh, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. Do it. Don't worry. Sammy Watkins will be back this week. My, my favorite meme is Aaron Rodgers doing the Wolverine thing and then seeing him and uh, Devontae Adams together. That, that's probably hold my the, favorite. Holding hold the picture, that's funny. Hold, holding the picture yeah. like of him and Devontae together, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, with the tear, you know. The Packers are averaging 17.8 points per game, 24th in the NFL. It's the fewest points in a six-game span with, with Rodgers as their starting, starting quarterback. I'm going to say that again. The fewest points in a six-game span with Rodgers as their starting quarterback. That's and they good. have, twelve in the fourth quarter... They have scored 12 points this season. What the fuck? That, that, that is terrible. That ain't getting it done. That is terrible. I mean, Rodgers has to look to some of this because, let's be honest, when you look at some of the games we that we've terrible. actually got to watch, he hasn't had, like, a, a lot of games, the first half, he just he looks pedestrian. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's overthrowing guys. He's not anticipating his throws well. He's not leading guys to get open. I don't get it. I don't well, know if it's because. Some of that clearly is timing. Some of that, I mean, he, he does have some a finger injury, whatever. I mean, there's stuff going on. But when he's talking about simplifying the offense, that that's like a bad thing, right? And, and that's not necessarily throwing the coaching staff under the bus. He's not blaming them. But he's clearly saying, we can't run what y'all want us to run, right? I'm going to say it for him. We can't run the plays you are calling. These guys don't have the timing down. They don't know the route. They don't know what I want them to do. You know what I mean? Like, th- there's layers to this. So that was a that was a bad game against the Jets. The turnovers are brutal. The special teams errors errors were brutal. I don't know. They should handle Washington right. They should. But God bless. They might find a way because there's such a dumpster fire. Right now, they might find a way to f this up against Washington, which for some weird reason might rally behind Heineke and, and deliver a competitive <laughs> game. I don't know, but they're not right. They don't look right. They don't play right. They're just they're not there. 
I don't know what it's going to take to get there, but I'm not confident that wherever there is, other than sucking, that they're not <laughs> that they're going to be able to get figure it out and put it together for this year. It don't feel like it, bro. It it just amazes me to see Rodgers struggle this way. I mean, I'm not a huge Packers fan. Obviously, I have my issues with them, but I've never known Rodgers to just struggle like this because he, you know, we've talked about how sometimes it doesn't matter what receivers you have. If your quarterback's good enough, he can throw them open. He can, I mean, Peyton Manning was one of those guys where he could just take some random dude off the street and turn him into a superstar overnight. I just don't get it. I, and, it and if you're going to, if you're having issues with the, the passing game, try just pound the ball. You've got two guys who can easily do 20 carries a piece if they had to. Rodgers and Dylan, dude, like they can both tote it. You'd think, you'd think, you'd think. So they have their work to do. We'll see if they can, we'll see if Washington counts as a get right game. But Green Bay's got their work cut out for them. And if they eat it against Washington, th- this is one of those downward spiral kind of moments. Well, I mean, it, if they eat against Washington, they get Buffalo next. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then they get Detroit, which we know they're a bit of a scrappy team. And and then it's Dallas and Tennessee and Philadelphia. Good God, their schedule is not favorable. No, no, it's Bruh. not. No, they're they're in. Holy th- shit! If, that's they needed to beat the Jets. They need to beat Washington because their schedule ramps up. And some of the the way they're playing right now, they're not winning any of those games. Nope. They're sure as hell not beating Philadelphia. They're sure as hell gonna get their ass handed to them by Buffalo. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? Buffalo's gonna smoke them. And if Dallas is Dallas gets back to what they were doing prior to that Philadelphia game, Mm-mm. Dallas is, might have a good shot against them. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, well, if they, if that can complete passes, they'll be just fine. So look, the final score it was Eagles twenty six, Cowboys seventeen, and the Eagles jumped on them early. Cowboys got scrappy, came back. Uh, Cooper Rush had kind of his welcome back to earth game with some of the turnovers. Some yeah. of which were fluky. Um, but Dallas's defense is going to keep them in game. That defense, that run game, will keep them in games. And if you can lean, if you kind of keep the context of the game plan that they've used to win, right, and just give Dak a little bit more, and Dak does a little bit more, they're fine. You can win a lot of games playing that way, particularly with a nobody in their right mind is going to tell you that Dak isn't a far superior quarterback than Cooper Rush, right? Had his moments, did a great job as a backup, but it's back to Dak. So unless they, unless Dak is careless or their play calling is bullshit, you would think with that defense, that run game, they can win some games, right? Dallas should be pretty good. They made it respectable at the end with the Eagles. Kudos to them for that, right? And by the way, I still think Noah Brown had an incredible non-catch catch in the end zone because he had a butt cheek land out of bounds. But that effort on that ball, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Game of inches, man. I know. Game <laughs> so of, she said. Hell yeah. <laughs> Game of inches. Let's go deep, fellas. <laughs> and Brady said ball. And yes. But uh, kudos to the – I can't believe I got to say it. Kudos to the Eagles, man. Uh, barf. Barf. Uh, 6-0 for the first time since 2004. And the Eagles, by the way, 14 takeaways this season and two turnovers. They lead the league in both categories. Not bad. 
Not bad. And that's a good squad. But look, that's that that's the first game this season that the Cowboys have given up more than twenty points. So if Green Bay is looking like the way they've looked, that offensive line plays the way they've played, Aaron Rodgers is gonna have some heat. You know, gonna have some heat on him. So not feeling good about that. Uh, we do have to talk at least briefly about the dumpster fire that was Thursday Night Football since Shannon elected to watch a different dumpster fire in Halloween Ends. Uh, <laughs> not, not not a great game. It's still weird that Carson Wentz is 7-0 on Thursday Night Football. What a weird stat to have. But he's undefeated on Thursday nights. Uh, Dan Snyder was up in the stands looking a little rough like he had hung out with us recording a couple of nights. Uh, maybe maybe he was sleeping sleeping in uh, you know chilling with uh, in one of those underpasses with Ed Reed back in the day, looking looking a little rough, bro, looking a little rough. But the Bears had weird things happen to him, man. You know, first quarter they were to the goal line, field throw gets deflected. Jonathan Allen brings in the pick. Second quarter they're at the goal line again. Uh, Justin Fields over, overthrows somebody. They go for it on fourth to goal. Herbert gets stuffed at the goal line. And, you know, Fields is over there like looking like he's meditating, man, trying to get his Zen on. And clearly he confused zero for Zen. Sorry, y'all. Y'all suck. You know, both teams had a couple of moments, but not a great game by any stretch of the imagination. A lot of ugly. But probably the most compelling part of the game is really the end of it. Final uh, play. There's the final play. Because, I mean, look, it was a pretty gross game. It's it 12 to 7. Uh, last week's Thursday Night Football was 12 to 9, by the way. So, uh, enjoy the win, Commanders fans, because you might not get another sniff until week 11, because uh, Washington has the Packers, then the Colts, then the Vikings, then the Eagles, and then oh. they play the Texans in week 11. So oh. that's probably the last win until week 11, man. Um, although if, they get, if we get bad Matt Ryan, maybe he coughs it up a couple of times. But just a mess, man. Just a mess. But that last play... Um, Fourth and goal, Fields, he threw it to Mooney, and Mooney caught it in the end zone. It's just, you know, the defender made a great play on him, knocked it out as he's getting hit by the defender. He ends up bobbling it. He regains possession as he's being driven out of the end zone. He lands right in front of the goal line. That was crazy. That was wild. You don't see a lot of plays like that, man. That was crazy. So I I will say kudos to Washington for, by hell or, you know, by hell or high water, finding a way to keep him out of the – uh, end zone on three separate goal line possessions. But if you're a Bears fan, you got to feel terrible. Also, I will say the orange jerseys and the orange helmets, bad look. Don't do that. The orange the orange jerseys are fine. The orange helmets are fine, but not together. Mm-mm. That's, I want to remind you that you did the color rush bullshit. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's not good. It's not. I, I think it's a terrible look. It's a terrible look. You know what else is a terrible look? The Ravens not knowing how to hold a damn lead. That's a terrible look. Holy crap, y'all. The Ravens have led by double digits in all of their games this season, and they've lost half of them. That is pitiful. What I didn't know, what I didn't know is that was Lamar Jackson's first loss to an NFC team as the Ravens starter. Wow. I was like, what? That's crazy. Uh, but the Ravens had opportunity to put, to put this away, and this is one of those, we've alluded to it, we've said it over the past couple of weeks, Day Bowl has done an incredible job in New York. And if that guy isn't coach of the year, I don't, you know, I mean, at this point, it, it, we got a lot of season left, but I mean, it feels like he's got to be the front runner for coach of the year for all the, be. all the grief that we, not just we, but everybody was given to Daniel Jones, the Saquon Barkley struggle bus he's been on. I mean, it's just, just wild. 
And, um, you know, in the fourth quarter, things get screwy. The Ravens have the ball. It's a third and one. They look like they have the first down uh, or that Lamar Jackson picks up the first down, but in the legal formation, call wiped it out. And then they have a snap that goes through Lamar Jackson's hands. He grabs it. He's an off-balance throw. You know, Giants end up picking it off. It's just bananas. And then um, it's third and three. Jones throws into the end zone. Ends up being a pick. Oh, oh, wait, what's that? Marcus Peters with a defensive pass interference. So goes the pick. And then Saquon basically jumps and leaps into the end zone for a 24-20 Giants lead. I mean, the Ravens, like, were manufacturing ways to lose. And the Giants steal the win with a strip sack fumble. Uh, I'm sure Wink Martindale says thanks for the memories, Baltimore. Uh, as the former Ravens defensive coordinator, he got Das Boot from Baltimore. So I'm sure that's a sweet win. And I respect the Giants. I think I, I think that's a team that's just going to fight you as, as long as they can. And the coaching decisions make a big difference. Uh, Baltimore, though, that's a disappointing team. That's a disappointing team for sure. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, ain't no doubt about that. Um, that's right, that's Lamar. Keep betting on yourself and keep playing just like that and see what you get. I don't know. Well, man. like, I, it, that that's one of those, like, I don't know. I, I feel bad for him because he should have hired an agent. And the offer you got in the offseason was more than fair. How can, see that's what I get. How can you feel bad for someone who turns out turns down an offer that is pretty damn amazing? And it's just like no. And now you're getting this, and it's like they're not going to sit there and throw that offer back at him if, if this keeps up. I don't know what they're going to do, but it, you, you got to close games like, out, and you can't be slop turnovers, fumbles, picks. If that's what you're doing at the end of the game, that doesn't help your negotiating. I, I just, just I just feel bad because. Like he was given bad information to never hire an agent, and the agent would have told, would have set him straight and said, "Look, take this. This is the best you're going to get. You're going to have over no, hundred million he's, dollars." He, he's going the Kirk Cousins method. He's going to get franchise tag, man. He's going to make a ton of money. He's just doing it his own way. If I'm Baltimore after this last game, I'm like, see you later. Well. Maybe some insider knowledge with 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 Martindale, who obviously would be familiar with Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. But and I, and I hear you, I hear right. you. But, it, but it, like, it's, it's it, a tough if, look, man. It's a tough look, and their track record this year is that they build leads, they don't hold leads. Not good. And like, if Baltimore management looks back and says, "Yeah, we're not, we're, we're just not impressed," and that's it, and you gotta, well. If they, I mean, it's, if, if they want to, if they if they if they want to play those games, they want to move on from them. Somebody else will take them on. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. But Baltimore, look, Baltimore's the, got the, problems. Here's the deal: we we all think that Lamar should have taken the contract. Russell Wilson took the contract, and he has looked like absolute dog shit. Bags of ass. Bags. I of mean, ass. good. God, that dude has robbed the Broncos. Oh, at the moment, it looks like it looks like one of those historically bad trades. Man. It's literally one of the worst contracts, if not the worst contract in the history of sports. Because it's, it's not just the trade; it's not the it's not just the compensation they gave up to get Russell Wilson. It's that they then went ahead and it, they didn't need to, but extended this contract out. This trade and this move, if Wilson doesn't turn it around. 
and Hackett doesn't figure it out, bro. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to go down as one of the worst transactions. It's gnarly of the last twenty years. Easy. I just, don't know if, I, I just don't know if Hackett was really ready to be a head coach. No. He's, he's well, a great offensive coordinator, but I tell you what, that doesn't De- translate to that. Denver, go ahead and fire him so we can go back to Green Bay and help those mofos out. <laughs> just saying. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, good God. I mean, we saw some glimpses of what we were expecting out of Wilson in the first half of that game, but once the second half and overtime happened, good God. Oh, my God. No. I can't believe I watched the whole thing. Good Brutal. Somebody had to do it. Way to take one oh. for the team. It's 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 the second straight game they lose in overtime I on know. a field goal. And I, you know, and again, Russell Wilson's missing wide open people. Doesn't <laughs> see him. Doesn't throw him to him. I mean, people are tweeting like Russell Wilson reading the middle of the field and Sandra Bullock with. Uh, it's like Russell Wilson is blind with yeah. the, with the blindfold on. I mean, it's it's just it's not good, man. It's not good. That was that was not a great game. Look, it's so bad that he stopped saying "Let's ride" in the press conferences, right? It's just a mess, just an absolute absolute mess. Justin Herbert, by the way, kind of a fluky, freaky things. Fifty-seven pass attempts, not a single one resulted in a touchdown. So he ruined a lot of prop bets. Damn, <laughs> homeboy ruined a lot of prop bets. So Justin Herbert, uh, zero touchdowns and 57 passes. It's the second time this season the player threw at least 57 passes with no touchdown. You want to name the other guy? Zero touchdowns on 57 passes. So they had to throw at least 57 passes. It's actually happened before this game? Yes. It happened this season. Um, I think there's been a couple games when I know they went pass happy. Arizona. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is one of them. Prior to this season, it had not happened since 2005. 2005. Damn, that's impressive. That was Favre. That's a shocker. Yeah. Favre. Favre. Brett Favre. Jerry, Judy, and Melvin Gordon out there memeing their faces up again. Cordero Patterson out there messing with his teammates. Well, you hear Kitty in the background? Yeah, I hear Kitty. Yeah, I was closing yep. the articles out. I, I love this one, man. Because, by the way, Shannon, we're not going to get to a lot of college football, but holy crap. First of all, Virginia Tech, man, I bet you wish you had Hooker now, right? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, good God. Uh, but I love Cordero Patterson. I didn't realize he was a ball. Um, he must have had some bets with his Falcons teammates, and so he's got pictures of his Falcons teammates wearing some checkered Tennessee overalls. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. That game shocked the hell out of me. But, I mean, last minute field goal as time expires to beat Bama? Woo! Woo! No, bro. It, it, it didn't shock me because I, I've seen Tennessee ever since the end of last. Like, when I, was at, when, when I was at Justin's house last year, when they put 45 on Kentucky at Kentucky, I was like, okay, this team's legit. That they're Because – Kentucky's actually got a legit defense for SEC now. And they, they dropped 45 on them. I was like, okay. And they kind of continued that success throughout the rest of the year last year and then this year. And it's like, okay. And then, bro, like that receiver. And Hyatt? I, Filthy. Dude. 
Hooker to Hyatt, man. Over 200 yards, five touchdowns. The only Hooker to Hyatt connection that I can think that paid off more is probably downtown Richmond with the prostitute in front of the Hyatt Hotel. Oh, no. Damn. I was thinking the same thing when you said that. I was just just like, oh, no. I'm just saying. I'm just like, Hooker to Hyatt. That that's that was ridiculous. Hooker in the Hyatt. I yeah. don't know. Hooker. Either way. Whoa. <laughs> Where is this Rando stat line? But that was like? an amazing. Like ah, I, I I've got to watch the second half of that game. But like I I've watched the first half and I, I was going to watch the second half tonight. But of course I got called in to work. But and then called in to record. So look, after a defensive PI wiped out a Hooker interception, he hit high for a touchdown. Hyatt, by the way, the first player with 200 receiving yards and five receiving touchdowns in a game since 2019. Devonta Smith, There man. you go. Look at that. Nice job, buddy. Nice job. I remember that uh, game. Alabama missed a 50-yard field goal. What is it with Bama and kickers? It just, just They just don't deliver. But anyways, I said how? How? Get it right. Come on, Saban. You can recruit everything else under the sun. Get a how kicker. Fuck that up. Jeez. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Get that shit right, bro. Fairly pretty easily, actually. Anyway, uh, missed the field goal, and you can make some arguments that Saban didn't burn enough clock in a couple scenarios there. That's all fine, but at the end of the day, at the end of the game, they miss it, and the the Vols had the opportunity, man. Two seconds left. They end up, they moved the ball down the field. They matriculated the ball down the field. And uh, they ended up booting through what really was a knuckleball ass of a kick. That thing was wonky, weird looking uh, for the walk-off field goal. And that stadium went absolutely apeshit. I mean, they had fireworks shooting off, students all over the place. There's some Alabama player that apparently hit some Vol fan. Allegedly. Uh, well, well, they, they yeah, allegedly, reportedly. Uh, bopped her in the head like she was a field mouse. Just weird stuff going on. They had the victory cigars in the locker room. I saw pictures of Peyton Manning up, firing one up. No wonder he didn't have the juice for the Manning cast. He's out there partying with uh, Tennessee, mm-hmm. man. I love how the Vols ripped down the goalposts. And I hope you watched, you know, in the moment, but the replay of it, the videos where the refs are like putting their hands up because the field goes good, and then they're like running the hell out of there. <laughs> this is great, man. The refs, the refs are like, "We got to go, dude." <laughs> yep. All these people are piling on. They're like, "Peace, peace out." I'm, I'm out, dude. And then, like the Vols, like those students are just—they rip down the goalposts. They're carrying them around. I, uh, memory serves right. They got thrown into a river somewhere. Yep. They're, they're trying to crowdfund. They're asking for donations to buy more goalposts. Come on, y'all, get out of here with that goofy. <laughs> Just fantastic. The just call f- Peyton Manning. He's good. Peyton Manning. Well, look, just don't ask Dan Snyder because you know that check's going to bounce. Um, <laughs> look, he's not wrong. You know what it is? That was Dan Snyder's tribute to Donovan McNabb. Oh, no. If he can bounce one off the dirt, Dan Snyder can bounce a check. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, man. 52 points is the most allowed by Alabama since 1907. Of course, we all remember that. Yeah, Sawani, Sawani State, or whatever like the that. hell it is. Yeah, gross, gross, gross. And uh, a real quick uh, tip of the cap and raise of the glass to the Syracuse Orange man. 
Um, yeah, buddy. Randy, look at you. The, the Q6-0 for the first time since 87. Uh, after taking down the Wolf Pack of NC State, you get the Saturday showdown versus Clemson. Good luck, sir, and be sure to buy a couple of tall boy beers uh, before that game just oh, in case you uh, need them. I'm probably going to need them. <laughs> um, it's I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with this team this year. I'm really happy that finally uh, – these guys are playing hard for Babers. That dude has – I mean, it's just amazing to me how yeah. this team has come together. The fact that they, you know, at home – it's still the Dome to me, damn it. I don't give a shit what the fuck they name it. It's still no, the Carrier Dome to no me. No place like Dome. Um, but the way they played, that that was a complete total team, team win. Uh, the defense really showed up to play. I mean, I mean holding NC State to – under ten points is ridiculous. Uh, so, I'm just I'm 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 happy for him. Now it's good. We're bowl eligible, which all that's all I ever want. It, I mean, honestly, that's all I ever want. Any any college football season, if we're bowl eligible, I'm happy. And we're already bowl eligible, and season's only half over. And this is a if we can beat Clemson, Ooh, damn, that's a big just if. The, but... Just the idea of, and it's not like we haven't done it before. But it's just if we can do it now, when it when it matters most to take that next step as a team, I'm I'm all for it. Wow. I, I You're can't. Gonna be I'm stoked, ex- bro. I mean, I'm excited, but I'm nervous, and I'm like, I know I'm just gonna need beer on Saturday. I just know it. <laughs> you will come to Waverly. <laughs> we got you, know you covered. You know what? I just might. He might. He might. And then halfway home, you can stop at my house, and we'll freaking drink until we pass out on the garage floor. Wow. All right. You should come over, too. I need that. You never know. I might. Might need that. Speaking of of, uh, drinking until you pass out, does that explain what happened to the Panthers? They should have just been drinking. They just passed out. Mm. They didn't even drink. I love, I, I love how they threw Robbie Anderson out of the game and then they threw him off the team and traded them to the Cardinals. They're like, nope. <laughs> Was it ever brought about what he said to get pretty much ejected by his own head coach? I didn't even see what he said. Wil- Wilkes in the postgame presser just said, no one is bigger than the team. So clearly, I mean, clearly he went on Mike Singletary with that shit then. Yes. Yes. So, but unlike, you know, Vernon Davis, Robbie Anderson is a fucking head case. So. Shut the fuck up! Yep. My thoughts exactly. That's, that's that way. Hey, look, man, they get, they get a draft pick, and they can, you know. And now the Cardinals can deal with Robbie Anderson since yeah. Hollywood Brown went down. And we'll see who the Panthers pick, but this is a safe bet for uh, how it sounds. They drafted who? Who the fuck is this? This <laughs> cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. <laughs> still love that one of my favorites one of my favorites anyway yeah that was me during the draft a couple of years ago with Debo Samuel <laughs> drafted by the Colts hey, hey Shannon let it go just no. let it go wow. No. wow can't do it y'all are pricks <laughs> can't do it let it go let it go nope can't hold you back anymore can't do it Let it go. Turn away and slam the door. 
Can't do it. <laughs> yep, all aboard the Sanford to Sun bus. There it is. That, that, this is the Cardinals theme song. There you go. Seahawks 19, Cardinals 9. The, the Cardinals' cool. second game this season without an offensive touchdown. Barf. You better hope the return of DeAndre Hopkins makes a big difference. Oh, yeah, plus the addition of Robbie Anderson. We'll see. Well, that's only if uh, Kyler Murray stops playing Fappy Bird on uh, on the sideline. He does have a lot of <laughs> Fappy Bird going on for sure. You know that about that. Gross. You know who's too busy playing Fappy Bird? Uh, Jalen Waddle of the Dolphins. Oh no, he's playing Fumble Bird. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was pitiful, y'all. I mean, kudos to the Vikings, I guess. Uh, barf. Weird side note, that was the third straight game that the Dolphins starting quarterback was not able to finish the game. But Waddle's fumbles and turnovers killed them. Killed them. Mm. Completely ridiculous. Also, uh, I like the semi-homecoming for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase going down and playing in Nolens. Uh So they still have some residual LSU love, which they should, um, and bagging the win on that one. Uh, sealing that up with uh, just Burrow hitting Chase for that, that just that filthy sixty yard. Th- I hear you, Cat. You're the one that wanted to run in here. It's what you get. <laughs> All right, you wanted to be in here. You get to hang out with me while I drink beers and talk shit to these guys. This is what happens. No, kitty, that's a bad kitty. Okay, you're just gonna have to deal with it. We're almost done. It's all right. You're gonna deal with you're it. You're gonna live. You're gonna live. But uh, breaking that tackle and, and, and just, uh, you know, busting off that 60-yard touchdown, just filthy. Um, kudos to that one. I hear you. Oh, my Lord. This cat. This cat. <laughs> She's a talker. Uh, I tell you, let me, let me throw her out of here. I will ask you this, though. Uh, Phillies, Padres, Yankees, Astros. I know uh, the Astros won uh, earlier tonight. I forget the, the score of the last Padres-Phillies game, but... Let me let this cat out. You want to call uh, quick shots for NLCS, ALCS? Hmm. I, think I, I think I can reach the door with my headphones on. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know, Shannon. What are you thinking? Dude, I don't know. The Padres tied it up tonight. Um, See, I, 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 I just don't know if the Yankees have enough firepower. And this is weird to say. This is so weird to say. but Shannon's so toasty. Oh, dude, I, I, I'm full 64-ounce growler worth of toasty at this point. Damn, um, son. Most impressive. It's a party oh, up in I, here for McGuffin. Feel- <laughs> Shit, I forgot where I was. You were we talking noticed. about the lack of firepower the Yankees have against... Uh, yes, yeah, so... So, I, from what I'm hearing, like, you know, Houston has owned New York this year. And it, it's the weirdest thing. It's like normally you root against New York, but this is like the series you root against Houston. Isn't that strange? You, you almost, you, yeah, people are almost going to be like, oh, crap, the Yankees. Ugh, barf. I still think that the Astros have this, you know, the weight of the cheating scandal on them. Absolutely, they you know. still do, and it's like, and and I forget who it was. I think it was busted coverage. Was like, so we root for the Yankees this year, right? 
and it was like a question mark and it's kind of like yeah you're not wrong because you don't root against the cheaters or you root against the cheaters excuse me and it's like but I don't normally root for the Yankees, so... So what you really hope is that each game goes into extra innings and they're all exhausted and tired. Uh, And then they face the Padres or the Phillies and the the other team's team. After whoever wins after five games and you just go full Alex Trebek. Fuck them. Thank you, Randy. Fair enough. I will say this. Um, a lot of people have been bitching and look, man, Dodgers fans, yo, life's hard, right? Look, when you have a great regular season and you don't deliver in the playoffs, if y'all need a name change, you can be the Los Angeles Colts. It's okay. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But don't don't go there with me. Don't don't go there with me. Well, look, they can't go there with themselves. They can't finish. You can't finish. The Colts can't finish. I mean, what? What you you mean I can't finish, motherfucker? (laughs) Hey, now. Right now, I'm just worried about you finishing this podcast, drunkie. Bro, I'm up. I know. (laughs) Whoa. That's what she said. He did perk up. That's right. Thank you. Start talking trash (laughs) about the Colts. All of a sudden, he, he perks up. But. You know, it, it reminds me, and I think I said this the other week, or maybe I said it in the phone call with Woodfield. It makes me think of the the '90s Braves, right, where they just they were really good, great regular season, but they just didn't get yeah, enough done in the postseason. And th- this Dodgers team, it's a great legacy, it's great great regular season team, but you know, if you don't win in the playoffs, it it affects the legacy of the era for that squad. Keep in mind that the Mets, the Braves, and the Dodgers combined for 313 wins in a regular season, and they combined for three wins in the postseason. That's brutal. Just a wee bit. That's brutal. And, uh, yeah, we actually started talking about this during the wedding, too, the, uh-huh. the reception, because you, you had brought that up about uh, the Dodgers just kind of... Oh, I did. I said it at the table, didn't I? Yes, you did. Mm. So, I mean, the Braves, I mean, not the Braves, the uh, Padres, obviously, after, you know, coming off that high of beating the Mets, obviously had the momentum they needed to beat the Dodgers. And, you know, it's now, it's, and I'm, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm happy the Dodgers are out. I'm happy the Braves are out. Of course you are, Mets. I, I mean, <laughs> I, clearly, I didn't really want Philly in the playoffs, but. You know, whatever the fuck. And it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to root for the Padres? It's like, I don't know who to root for because, except, <laughs> it's like, I hate the Yankees, but it's like, do I root for the cheaters? But but I hate, and I hate the Phillies and the Padres knocked the Mets. How the fuck do I even do this for the playoffs <laughs> right now? I, I think you just go, you know, you, you say, I hate the Yankees, the Astros are cheaters, fuck them. The Phillies are the Phillies. They're D-bags. I guess by default, yes, the Mets lost to the Padres, but if we're going to lose to a team, let them be the World Series champs. I think that's what that. I think you end yeah, up rooting for the Padres. True story. That, that's yeah. some good logic to right. go with I, that. I think that's what you got to do. Um, you know, I, I made fun of the Bryce Harper thing, and I don't really have any real legit angst with any of these teams. I don't think the Astros – I mean, look, the Astros are clearly a good team for sure, uh, but I, I – you know, I, I think people want to see. They're not ready to, to see them win <laughs> at this point. 
so see him they get want, beat down. Right. They they want to see him take it in the chin. I I may not happen. Probably won't happen. But we'll see. But I, I what what's the most feel good story of all of of the four teams? Padres, right? I mean, it has to I mean, be. Doesn't it? Doesn't has it? to be. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. But uh. What what I was gonna say is I remember a few years ago I, I complained about that one game playoff deal in baseball, which I think is terrible. So I'm glad they they changed it to a, a three and a five. But is there something to be said? Do they need to revisit the length of the wild card series? You know, you know, do they need to change the the length of these series out? You know, the regular season of baseball is is very robust. There's a different conversation about that. And I'm not going to go the angle that this Los Angeles paper did, talking about the regular season and the champions. Look, dude, regular season's the regular season. You couldn't get it done in the playoffs when it mattered the most. That's on you. You got to own it. It sucks, but it's cruel. There's plenty of great regular season teams that didn't get it done in the playoffs, man. The nearly undefeated Patriots. Lord knows all those Colts teams over the years. Sorry, Shannon. I got to dig that wound a little deeper. Um, you can think back through the last 15, 20 years. There's always a great regular season team that just doesn't win in the playoffs. It happens. But I think baseball's a little different because of the nature of it. And is there, would there be merit in lengthening the wild, you know, the first two rounds? Like a best of three is tough. It's better than one for sure. But does best of three skew it too much? Or is it just look, man? The regular season's what it is, and like the other sports, if you get hot at the right time, you win and you roll with it. And if you know regular season baller is cold or just gets handed to him too bad, you know tough tits, too bad, so sad. Like what? I think with what they did with the wild card this year, I'm, I'm fine with it, just because it gives both teams an equal opportunity to actually get hot going into the divisional round. Right. Uh, the one and done thing, that's that's kind of brutal, and you never know what you're going to get. It's going to be a mixed bag. But <laughs> I, I think this, one and done is a no-fly zone in baseball, man. Yeah, it, it's just – it doesn't it, – to me, it doesn't work. The I think it should be kept at three mm-hmm. just because – For the wild card. Yeah, for the wild card. I mean, the, the division series has always been five games. Championship series has always been seven games. World series has always been seven games. I'm good with that. The wild – you know, this wild card thing – Let's you know. Let's go for three. That's fine, and I think it's enough to give any team who is looking to get hot at the right time. It really does give them a good shot at really coming yeah. into the divisional rounds, firing on all cylinders, and catching some teams off guard. And we, this is what we're seeing with the Padres. You know, they beat the Mets. They got hyped, and now they're they're through the Dodgers. They're into the Phillies, mm-hmm. which no one was expecting based on the fact that they were kind of the low man on the total pole going into the wild card. Because I almost feel like instead of the people that are arguing for lengthening the wild card, it's like there's already – there's. I think you, it's the right amount, though. You get into timing issues because at some point these other teams the layoffs too long. Yeah. Right? So to me it almost feels like if you don't like the wild card, you almost have to just – like to me you, you can't go back to one game. That's bullshit. It's really either you get rid of the wild card or you have to accept playoff expansion and at least some series is better than no series. Right. Just because of the timing. Yeah, I mean, it does extend the baseball season a little bit and can 
depending on how quickly a team is beaten, you know, it could bleed in a little bit. I mean, I know we had that with uh, with the division series between the Guardians and the Yankees because at the lot at first they actually had TV stuff blocked off for the divisional rounds, but because that one series went to the full five games and they had rain delays. Exactly. Uh, so they, ooh, they, I love the conspiracy theories. All the people getting pissed because they really felt like that helped the Yankees. <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. They could really control Mother Nature. Yep. Good, good yeah. luck with that. One. Hey, look, I told you in the chat, man. I think they should just suck it up and play in the rain. I, that would that would have been like the biggest slot. So I wonder how many hit batsmen there would have been because the ball would have slipped out of the dude's hand. I, and just I, dude, the dude. I, I know it would be crazy, but there's a part of me that would just love to see a a, a, a playthrough like rain, whatever. Fuck it, we're going. I, I would love to see how awful it could possibly be. <laughs> oh, I just want I just want to know what would happen if they just said, you know what, it's raining, screw it, we're playing anyway. Let's bats go. flying out of hands, the pitcher <laughs> throwing the ball into the stands, all the. Sh- I mean, it'd been it'd be nuts. <laughs> chaos and carnage. Chaos and yes, well, chaos and carnage. Yes, <laughs> I, I'd like to see it just just for, just for funsies. I just want to see it happen, man. They should have a rainball, <laughs> rainball and rain bat. Get out the pine tar. <laughs> Mm. Kind of had to. It was raining like that. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun, man. But it, 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 there's, there's always a part of me that that just thinks it's what weather is. If you're gonna play something that's outside, weather is part of the deal. I would. There, I, I'm not gonna lie. There's a part of me that would just. I would just want to see what would legit happen if you had a slop fest rain game. Like, would they, would they be sliding in the dirt? Like Justin Fields and the Bears were that one game. Remember, it was all watery. They were going sliding. I'd love to see what would happen if they were like trying to slide into second, you know, or third, or trying to slide for home, whatever. And it's just like puddles and there's water everywhere. And yeah, it just it, it could be so just disastrously ridiculous. Uh, there's a part of me that just wants to see it happen, just out of curiosity. Uh, but anyway, look. All kidding aside, I don't think anybody's going to shed tears for the Dodgers. That's a tough out, but it, I, I think the more relevant question is, all right, it went sideways, it went south. Did they squander opportunities, let's say, at the trade deadline to bolster that pitching staff? You know, what what did they miss? What did they do wrong? Or was it just, is it just sometimes that's the way, it's, it's the playoffs, man. Sometimes it's just how it goes. Again, I'm not going to boo-hoo over the Dodgers getting knocked out. Not going to happen, but... I think this is one of those times where the time off hurt them. Mm-hmm. I think they just came in because, and, and I think it could be a little bit of arrogance. And the reason I say what? that is because no, the reason I say that is because clearly during the regular season they pretty much own San Diego. They, oh, it was oh, it was it was ridiculous what they had Crazy done to them. Imbalance. During the, Crazy imbalance. They were like fifteen and four or some shit like that during the season during the regular season against them. So you have a hyped-up Padres team coming in with a chip on their shoulder because of the way the Dodgers treated them, and the Dodgers didn't take them seriously, and this is what you get. It's it, that's, I mean, that's the best way I can look at it. Well, the playoffs are stone cold, bro. And, and that's, we talk about it all the time. We're obviously a very NFL-centric podcast. You know, it's true in the NBA, too, as well. And, again, you know, the team sports all have a different vibe. But there's regular season success. And there's playoff success, and they're different creatures, right? 
In the NBA, all of a sudden, people play defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the NFL, the intensity just ramps up, right? Playoff stuff is just different. And part of being a great team is being able to flip that switch and really gear up for the playoffs. And quite frankly, one of the things that makes sports so compelling is that the favorites don't always win. And there have been plenty of years I can think back to when the Packers were a wild card and they won the Super Bowl. How about when the Giants got hot that one year late and um, you know ended up winning the Super Bowl? I mean, there's just all kinds of fascinating stories where teams that maybe grew into that position over the course of the year and got hot at the right time and gelled at the right time and they go on a run, you know, and it doesn't take away from what other teams accomplished in the regular season. But if you can't translate that to the postseason, it doesn't mean there's a flaw with the postseason format. It means there was a flaw with you and your team, or you just ran into somebody that put it together and, and went. So does it suck for the Dodgers? Yes. But, that's the playoffs, baby. That's what happens, man. At the end of the day, you didn't deliver. That's on y'all. That's on y'all. Did we lose Shannon? No, he's I'm, I'm right oh, here, bro. Is. Anyway, all right. We need to get out of here. We're, we just hit 2.30, so it's time to bounce. Uh, Shannon, you got any wrap-up thoughts, whether it's college football or NBA? Oh, by the way, uh, don't be like Russell Westbrook and like pull a hamstring just because you're coming off <laughs> You're coming off the bench <laughs> over there. Coming off the bench. Coming off the bench. Bro. That 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 I don't know. Other than that and the blank the the check bouncing, those are probably my two favorite headlines. Oh yeah. Uh this week. Um, ridiculous. The New England special teamer just giving that ball to Belichick that. though. That that was just money. That was funny. The was the funny. absolute reaction like Get the f out of my face with that nonsense! Loved and then it. the day after, them both just laughing about it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, Randy, you got any wrap up thoughts, bro? Um, I mean, not, not really. I mean, I think we hit about hit everything in terms of football, uh, college football. Like I said, we talked Syracuse, so I'm <clears> good there. And baseball. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think. Uh, obviously, I. Th- think uh, don't quote me on this yet because it's still early but i feel like it's gonna end up being houston and san diego in the world series at this point that, that's just how it feels it just feels like there's enough momentum for both teams that they should uh be the final two standing all right well i'm just gonna say when the momentum's there just say dracaris and that's it's all there is to it when the don't thing, have, don't, don't yes, yeah, yes, Shannon, I Shannon. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shannon, when the thing, Shut the fuck off, Shannon, Shannon, <laughs> Shannon. When the thing happens in the place, yeah, yes, I'll, just say it. I'm, I'm gonna wrap up with two thoughts. <laughs> Number and one, and that wraps it up entirely. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap up with two thoughts. Number one, the Washington Commanders fans or people in the stands that were uh, chanting "Sell the team" during the uh, Thursday night football post game show, keep that chant up, y'all. Keep doing it, okay? Yell Dracarys. Uh, the other thing, uh, <laughs> yes, please. Uh, my burn foot's it down. Yell Dracarys in your ass later. Burn it down. <laughs> well, sounds kind of kinky, but you do you guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> woo, a fisting to remember, a uh, footing to remember. What? Okay. So uh, the other thing, <laughs> the other thing, uh, I love this interview with uh, John Elway. 
he was asked about you know the coaching decision, and he said that uh, he said it was quote nip and tuck end quote whether to name uh, Kevin O'Connell or Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach. They picked Hackett. And you think about the success that O'Connell's having with the Vikings, and you go, well, didn't get that one right, bro. <laughs> Maybe they turn it around, but at the moment, <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> You're not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. I mean, look, Russell Wilson's not even coming off the bench, and he's pulling a hamstring. What the hell, y'all? <laughs> Oops. Sorry, oh, sorry. on that contract extension. Yes. Woo. Look, shares. Let's riding on some cannons up on this bitch, bro. Is that the worst contract extension in the history of sports? It. It's so early. You'd like to believe that Russell Wilson will turn it around and get better, and they'll and they'll get better. But at the moment, if you take it as a as a hot take, quick react. At the moment, the the aggregate of the trade and the contract extension with what that team looked to be like, right? Uh, and the expectations, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's worse. I think there's a, it's arguably worse than the Herschel Walker trade, uh, except for one thing, which is we remember the Herschel Walker trade in part because of what Dallas built and did because of it, right? right. So, so it's skewed. And Herschel Walker wasn't awful. He just wasn't great with the Vikings. I think that you can make a reasonable argument that as of right now, at this point in the season, this many games in, that that trade and the contract are an abject disaster for Denver. And if Russell Wilson doesn't put it together and figure it out and turn this around, that contract will haunt them for the next five years. It's going to haunt them. And Richard Sherman will probably just be delighted. Yes, he will. He might be. So, anyway, um, all right, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, Looking forward to the weekend. Shannon, I'm glad to see uh, Kentucky get a little healthier. You know what I'm saying? On field. And, uh, by the way, don't forget, gents, I can stream any game we ever want to see. So, or pay-per-view. So if something happens and you really want to get together, you can make an excuse to hang out with me. November 19th, bro. At my house. (laughs) We can watch whatever it is you want to watch. I got you covered, man. It's not a problem. Mm. I'm just going to say November 19th and Brady's going to know what I'm talking about. I got got us covered, man. I got us covered. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, keywords of sports and brew from all of us to all of you. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the football, the sports, everything else. And uh, and there's a lot going on, man. We got the NBA back. We got the, you know, World Series, ramping up to the World Series. We got football. This is a good sports time of the year, man. Hockey McCockerson is back. Hockey McCockerson is back on. Look, look, the weather's great. It's chilly weather. It's soup weather. You can layer up. You can wear shorts. October is wonderful. Kills a lot of it. Kills a lot of the bugs. You get Halloween. You get a lot of fun stuff. I, I feel like the lead up in the fall with... Uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. I love this time of year, man. Yes, sir. Love this time of year. Best it's time so of year. Good. It it just flies. So good. The worst part is it just flies by. I know. Like, I know. you it's wait crazy. all year, and it just like, yeah, let's go on by. It's like, is that what- F you, bro. Hey, hey, Shannon, it do be like that, though. Bro. It does. I'm just saying. Anyway. 
All right, we got to get out of here. Keywords of Sports and Brew, as always. You can find us on our home feed on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, Amazon Music, Spotify, all kinds of options, all kinds of services. I've spread that feed all over the place, man. Uh, but thanks for putting up with our crap. Hopefully you had a couple of laughs. And uh, as always, we will catch you on the flip side. But have a good time. Be good to each other. And other than that, as we like to say, good night now. Oh, and don't give Dan Snyder a fucking dollar. F that dude. Fuck don't him. hesitate, say Dracarys. Yeah, burn that down. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Just like Seth Rollins, burn it down. Burn it down. Burn it down. Yep. This is, this is the intro music they should just play. And it, it, you know, anytime Dan Snyder is shown on camera, they should just play this. Just play that. I'd be fine with that. I'd be okay. He, he wouldn't pay the royalties to. Uh, oh, he to, would. Oh, no. He would to my man. He would, but the check would bounce. Oh, no. <laughs> he would McNab that motherfucker. You know that. He would. You know that. Don't want to short Dan, man. Just like he's throwing grounders to the Minnesota Twins infield. Don't want no short Dan, man. Don't want no short Dan, man. Don't short hop it, Dan. Throw him, throw him out, Ursay. Lead the charge, bro. Lead the charge. Anyway, from all of us, all of you, thanks for putting up with our crap. We'll catch you on the flip side. And good night now. Late. Or as Peace. as Dirk would say, because you know this is how we need to do yes, it. Yes, sir. Oh my god. Oh! Shut it down. Oh Let's go home. If Dirk was talking to Todd, would it be Oh my god? Oh! Reach Shut around! Let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Todd, we love you. I don't I don't know why that just popped into my head. But, <laughs> we didn't mention him all podcast. I know. We hadn't talked about you all night. But oh, in goodness. true reach around fashion, you get it in the end. Hey. You're, wel- <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Todd. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right, all right, we gotta go. All right, good night, y'all. Go get some rest. The man turns fifty in a week, bro. I know. We gotta go to that party. It's gonna be good. I'll I'll be there. I'll be there as well. Sweet, Randy. Randy won't, but we'll be there. Uh, Randy's traveling or something. I think. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna be in uh, Raleigh for that weekend. That's all right, man. All right, all right, fellas, go get some rest. We'll catch you later, man. Good night. Good night, friends. Later, guys. Good night, fellas. Bye.